Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this glorious Buffalo Beal Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. This program starts right now. Football! It's almost happening. College football is already off and running. This weekend is going to be electrifying for college teams across the country. The NFL is currently in the middle of like a purgatory. Okay, the preseason's over. Cut day was just yesterday. We'll have full reaction to all the shit that happened to all your teams. I do believe the big story was the PUP list. A lot of big-time names missing the first four weeks of the NFL, the first three weeks of the NFL season. The Toxic Table's here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. The other half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Bubba Gumpino is back from deportation in Canada. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You had a 10-year ban. You were deported. What'd you say? That ain't going to slow me down, lad. No. Mm. We had to fight the immigration system a few different times, do some politicking. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and talk about the UFOs, China, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and get our guy back. You're back. It's great to see you, Gumpy. This morning, you look amazing. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. 14-year NFL icon Pac-Man Jones is here and joining us now live from Buffalo, New York. A man who is now the prototype of what everybody hopes that they draft for their quarterback. He's tall, he's fast, he's handsome, he's strapping. And although he's an all-pro, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Not yet. Not yet. I think he's going to soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the animal, the stud, Josh Allen. Yeah. Thank you for joining that, us. That was, that was electric. Well, it was awesome. I didn't. The whole didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know why my brain said that. That's fucked up because that is, like it was so positive. We're in a good time right now. That's why I ended it with saying, "I think it's going to happen." Though, how do we feel? The team feels good. Everybody playing great. How, where are we right now? What ten days away from the NFL season starting for you guys? Yeah, I mean, feeling good. Like you said earlier, uh, purgatory cut day was yesterday. That's always a sad time. You know, if you don't get in the locker room early enough, there's some guys you may you may never see again. You know, so. Um, just trying to be there for those guys, but at the same time, now we're turning our attention to Monday night against the New York football Jets. Yeah, and that's going to be a massive game, obviously, on September 11th in the shadows of New York City. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Josh Allen. Uh-huh. Oh, you've been watching Hard Knocks, trying to get a little extra tape on him. Quentin Williams is good, Josh. Uh, Quentin- yeah, they, they, they're, they're a star-studded pack team right now. We understand that. I haven't watched any of the Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. I haven't really been watching the, anything as of recently. I've been... Been a little busy. Okay, dialed in the ball. So what is this week like for you guys? Are you guys back to work? Have you just watched filming? Like yesterday, what did you do while the cuts were happening? Yeah, we came in, we worked out, uh, watched a little bit of film, did a, did a quick walkthrough at the end of the day. Today we got back on the practice field, kind of a training camp type schedule. We'll have meetings here in about uh, 45 minutes. Same same type of schedule today uh, for tomorrow, and then we're off for three days, and then we're, we're in grind time. You look more fit right now. Is that an accurate reading or no? I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. What have you been doing different? Anything this offseason, dieting, workout, or just as you get older here? You're... Um, just paying attention more to my body, understanding what I can and can't intake. Um, I, I'm 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 a little old school. If I want to lose some weight, I just stop eating. You know, I, I fast a little bit, and I think fasting is good for good for the mind, body, soul. I think that's something I'm di- diving into a little bit more as I get older. I think there's some some key benefits to it, but I'm Cold tubbing a little bit more now. Whoa. Yeah, so we're we're trying to do all the right things, you know? Dude, you're an internet influencer all of a sudden, yeah. like in the fitness oh. world, you know what I mean? Calorie in, calorie out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to keep one number lower than the other. Hop in a cold tub. <sighs> little Wim Hoffen, you know, doing that whole thing. I'm, I'm in a cold tub as well. Allegedly, 
I mean, I used to do it whenever I played just because I thought it made my legs feel better after I kicked or whatever. But now everybody's doing it. It's supposed to be like a real benefit for your entire psyche, your body. I absolutely love it. I assume you're, have you always been a cold tub guy or just recently started hopping in there with Wim Hof? I, I hate I hated the cold tub, and I've been recently hopping in there. I go get in the sauna for about 15 minutes, then I'll I'll dunk in the cold tub for about five right after. So, um, just trying to shock the body again. You know the benefits. I've seen all the TikToks talking about all the benefits about the cold tub. So we're trying it out. Every time I read them, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. It feels I have like- no idea what's going on. <laughs> no, I, no idea. If, if you think it works, it works. Yeah, right? placebos have been around a long time uh-huh. and have done their thing. Uh, so you're in better shape. Obviously, we got a team that we're ready to go on a run. Expectations for you are always going to be Super Bowl because of the team that you guys have built. But it wasn't like that your first year, you know. And there's a lot of young quarterbacks now where everybody is hoping to make the jump that Josh Allen made. You got a lot of people saying, "Well, if this guy is able to figure it out," like. Josh Allen was able to figure it out. He's going to be special. He's going to. We can't judge him now. What he's going to become? Do you hear those whispers? And do you take it as a compliment to your hard work? And what did you work on this past off season in your game? You think that's going to showcase on Monday night and throughout this season? Yeah, well, I think uh, it is a testament to kind of what we've done here in Buffalo and the coaching staff and, and the front office believing and trusting in me and giving me enough opportunity to develop it and be the quarterback that I am today. Um, and again, it. It wasn't just me. There was a lot of people that were involved. There was a lot of hardships uh, that I had to go through to understand, you know, the game of football and, and how I need to handle myself on and off the field. Um, but, yeah, I think this offseason just working on, again, just my stroke and try to be as consistent as possible with my mechanics, delivering the ball from the same, um, you know, same spot every time and just trying to, try to work on completion percentage a little bit and allow ourselves to stay out of third and long and be quicker with decision-making. So there's a lot that goes into it, and every year you try to find something to improve on. Um, but you never really know until you get into to real real life game reps. Yeah, because you get out there and you start running your face into people, and then you start, you know, like, I, I, as I'm recalling, because I was just about to ask about Dorsey's offense, and was it the same as Dayball's? How much has changed? Because another year in that offense is probably going to be a good thing with the Vets. But then, obviously, my brain just went immediately to, oh, it's second and eight or something in this first quarter does not matter this mm-hmm. play in the long run but fucking old buddy here i need to run this guy oh, yeah. directly yeah. over like that is what i need to do and I, I think we've talked to bean and mcdermott they're like we we trust josh josh plays however he wants to play you're getting old now are those okay. things going to change and what does another year in dorsey's offense look like yeah in terms of if they're going to change i mean i'm still going to play football the way i know how to play yeah football. hell yeah Hell yeah. Being smart and not not taking the unnecessary hits. And I think we've done a good job of that in the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I'm not going to – I knock on wood, but I I won't even say it. I'm not even going to say it. I, I think you can – no, I'm going to say it. I've been I've been playing the game for, for a long time now, going in my sixth year, now in the same system for the sixth year. Dorsey and I are on the same page. We, we understand each other. Um, I'm really vibing with what he's calling, how we're calling it, how we're getting to, to what we're getting to. I think our, our skill guys are – in the same boat as me, just getting back to some of our more um, simple concepts, but s- stuff that's super effective for us that we can kind of run in our sleep. So um, we're looking forward to getting out there. I think our running game is going to be much improved this year, and Coach Cromer's got got our offensive line in a good spot, and they're they're communicating well. So again, Monday night, 
New York Jets, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, but the first week, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much. Long who season. knows? You know what I mean? Who knows how it's all going to go? We assume you're going to be great uh, that opening night, all the way through the 17 game season. And one of your guys, was there ever a worry that Stephon Diggs was not going to be a Buffalo Bill there for a bit? Because well, I don't think we've talked no. to you since then. Never a worry. No, never a worry. Okay, that's good to hear because, boy, it was getting loud. We were over here in Indiana. You know, we were judging his Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. We were going to judge his Instagram posts because he said only showcasing his emotions, how he knows how. And he had shin guards on on one of the posts in that particular thing. (laughs) So we thought thought maybe he was just taking his shin so bad he wanted to get out of there. But Stephon Diggs and you are obviously one of the best duos in the entire NFL. How has it been developing for another year with Stephon Diggs? And obviously, that little bit of adversity you had, we're very much past that. What do you expect out of him this season? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, between me and him, our communication's an all-time high. Um, just understanding some of our concepts better, making sure that we're talking and have an open line of communication. He was just voted a captain today. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But- oh! Oh! Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, it for everybody else. For us, it was no, obviously there's no doubt. The energy and the juice that he's had this training camp, and as we're going into the season, it's it's at an all time high. So, um, obviously, love love playing with him. We're going to continue to grow and get better, and I think this is going to be our best year yet. I really really believe that. Congrats on a seed, Diggs. Yeah. Go. Well deserved, well earned. But yeah, I do think that is going to be a storyline. I appreciate the way you said that. Like, you know, it might be news for you guys, but not in here <laughs> because of how great your leadership is. That is very cool to hear about Stefan Diggs from where we were a couple months ago to where we are now. The Beals, huh? Yeah. The mm-hmm. Beals. Connor, who is obviously a Patriots fan, has a question for you. Yeah, and as a Patriots fan, I just have to compliment you first. You know, congratulations being on the cover of a Madden game that hey, actually doesn't suck. Then. It's the best Madden they've made in years. Good work. But, uh, how do you feel when, you know, guys now who are coming into the league are compared to you? Like, there's a lot of, oh, this guy's got a lot of Josh Allen in him. This guy can be like a Josh Allen. Like, right now, it's Anthony Richardson. A few years ago, I guess two years ago, they were saying that about Trey Lance. Do you reach out to those guys? Is there any thought around that? And do you like it, or is it kind of annoying when guys are compared to you when you're, you know, one of the better QBs in the entire league? No, I man, I don't think it's, I don't think it's annoying, um, you know, I, I got to see Anthony Richardson live this year. He's he's a specimen, man. Physical freak. He can spin the ball. He threw an absolute dime against us. Um, it was a corner route. It wasn't caught, but it was an absolute dime. Um, but just, you know, just talking right after the game, hey, if there's anything that I can do to help you. Like, I, I'm all about pushing the game forward. I, I If there's a question that he may have, like, reach out to me. Like, I talked talk to Trey Lance. We got the same agent, so me and Trey kind of have a – a, a nice little relationship and um obviously a new start for him there in Dallas but you know I I want to help people out man I don't I don't think this is a, a time to hold things in because again I can help them out and who knows they might say something that might switch something in my mind and help me out too Anthony Richardson hi you're his mentor that's good <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot how many uh definitely, definitely not his mentor I mean I think they're they're doing just fine in Indianapolis there no 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 hey well, uh, hey, well. Listen, you, you need to send the game to him please hey, <laughs> we're talking videos I'm talking like voice memos you know because sometimes yep. some things get lost in transgression with just a text message so oh that's right Patriots fan asked me the question but now Colts fan is Paying attention to the question. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm always paying attention. You know, just want to see how the Colts can get better. I tried to trade for you a few times with Bean. Yeah. Over the last couple of years, I don't know if you've heard that. I, every time Bean's come on, I asked to trade for you. He said he trade himself before he trade Josh. I thought I could be a good businessman. Never worked out. But now we got. Hey, there you go. Huh? Got the mentor. We got Josh mentor. (laughs) This is good news. We appreciate that over here. And I do love the fact that the game is evolving. You know. 
and obviously that is the game. It's always going to do that. But moving, playmaking, being able to throw is always going to be something you have to do. And I think that is kind of something that you developed so well, so quickly. Now, was it the addition of a weapon that can get open and make plays? Maybe. But that laser thing that we say, that was real, right? You did that one offseason? The what? You put, like, lasers on your fucking body or something like that, didn't you? Didn't that- oh, I got my, yeah, my my mechanics, like, digitally mapped through a guy named Chris Hess with Biometric. And it was Ch- all- Changed my life. Changed yeah. your life. It was awesome. Anthony Richardson, we just something to think about. But but no, so I don't know if I can share this, but Anthony Richardson has done it too with Chris Hess. Uh, oh, and boom! I I got to see like Anthony Richardson's mechanics are they're up there. I mean, they're they're at the at the top. They're fantastic. Whoa! Like if him him throwing the ball is very. It's a very pretty watch. And this is the thing right here, huh? Is this you exactly? Yeah. I can't see the picture as well as enough. I don't know if that's you, but that changed your life. Was that one off season you decided to do this, and then they gave you a little piece of information? And it was a trigger and just fixed everything. Yep. And I, again, I, I wouldn't say like it, it took some work to get there, but it just showed how inefficient that I was throwing the ball in my first year or two. And it was right after my second year I did this, tweaked a few things, tried to become more of a rotational thrower than a than a linear thrower, right? Um, that's still something that my body tries to revert back to sometimes of delivering the ball. And I feel like my arm's straight down. So it's like, I got to sometimes tell myself to continue to be a rotational thrower. And, um, you know, it's an up and down battle, up and down battle sometimes, but I'm still working on it. Dude, you could throw the shit out of a javelin. Though. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Far. What if it were, what if it was lawn darts day? Could you imagine like during those <laughs> yeah. things? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Josh Allen with those lawn darts just fucking throwing the shit out? Oh my God. Because you have the strongest arm in the league still? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With those cold tubs, too. Maybe we'll yeah, keep going. Right. Pac-Man's got a question for you, Josh. Hey, Josh, y'all already have a star-studded cast over there. I see that Justin made the team, the young kid. Um, how can he help uh, and tell us a little bit about him? Talking about Shorter? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a long-range guy, I think, special teams, um, kind of a gunner that, that we see that can develop into a, a really good player for us. Um, I'm not sure if is he... Okay. Not yet. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be good for us. Oh, there's a little piece Whoa. of information somewhere that we uh, are you are you involved in any of those conversations with Bean? You know, obviously, we were a part of a big storyline a couple years ago with Aaron Rodgers when he was just asking to have a little bit of say on who he's throwing the ball to with the Green Bay Packers. And at that stage, he was in his 15th year, I think, or like yeah. 14th year in the NFL. And when I was in Indianapolis, Peyton, you know, like if. Yeah, I mean, he cut the punter. He, he cut me if he would. I mean, that is the say yeah. that he had, and everybody's there. Are you having conversations with Bean about roster or anything like that, or do you stay out of it? Yeah, I'm definitely having conversations. I don't know if he takes my input all that much um, seriously, but I feel like at least him coming and asking me about somebody, um, it makes me feel good. But uh, back to Shorter, I think you know having him learn from Gabe and Steph and some of the guys in the room, I think it's going to be really beneficial for him um, as time goes on. Yeah, but something was there. You know what I mean? I'm excited to hear what we learned about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be something that's going to come out the other side there. Ty has a question for you, Josh. Yeah, Josh, everyone knows how explosive you guys' offense already was. And then, you know, you get Dalton Kincaid in the first round, who I think a lot of people thought, oh, this guy might go top 15. He kind of slides down to you guys, and everyone's thinking, like, oh, this is bullshit. 
the Bills are just getting another guy who's who's going to be unbelievable. Uh, how's his progression been? What's your kind of rapport with him been like? And are you potentially prepared to throw for like 7,500 yards <laughs> this year? That'd be great. I'd love to throw for 7,500 yards. I'll, I'll go out and say that right away. Um, <laughs> the, the, kid, the kid is very smart. He doesn't play like a rookie. He's instinctive. He understands our offense very well. His body control is fantastic. His catch rate, like, you can go on and on about the kid. Um, he is a rookie, so, again, there's probably going to be some growing pains at some point throughout the season. But we're we're not going to be afraid to play him right away. You know, I think him and, and Dawson on the field together, I think that's going to cause some headaches for some guys and defensive coordinators just because, again, like, they both can run block good enough, right, where if you put sub on the field, now our run game is going to have the opportunities. And if you put uh, – or, sorry, yeah, and if you go base – our pass team is going to have some good opportunities too. So, and then just getting those guys matched up with some linebackers and safeties, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fun to see how we utilize both of our guys. Are you guys making reads off what the defense is like? Um, and obviously, everybody that would play against you would know this. So there, there's some offenses that are very difficult to get in there. Like, uh, I guess the Patriots offense was obviously we're looking at things. We all have to see the same picture, and then we're going Peyton's offense. Same exact thing. We all got to see it. We're not talking to each other. It just has to be kind of understood. Whenever you say, like, there's going to be some rookie things with Dalton, it's not like he forget the play or something like that. It's just potentially wouldn't make the same thing that you would make, and it would just have to get through that. Well, can you elaborate a little bit about, like, a rookie mistake potentially in that as a weapon? For yeah. yeah, I just think just the NFL, you, you know, it's going to be a little bit faster. Um, things are going to happen a little bit quicker in terms of reading defenses and understanding leverage and things like that. So, um, I'm not expecting it to be perfect, but as long as we continue continue to communicate and navigate those problems, um, you know, the better that we're going to be. And I think again, we're going to grow as the season goes on. And there's going to be a couple times where we might get tricked early on the season, but later in the season, we're going to have seen that look already, and he's going to be able to see more defenses and, and understand what's going on and make a quicker read. Dude, I love like the football intelligence conversations. Yeah. Like I think NFL Films does a pretty good job of showcasing. And I think they're even like scared to like nobody will understand this. But we always hear like rookies are going to struggle a little bit, but you don't know why. Like there's so much happening on an NFL fucking field. I, I don't even know you. You big film guy. I assume you would have to be. Everybody in that's yeah, a quarterback yeah. in the NFL would have to be. Is that just your life during the season? I mean, there, there's there's quite a bit of film, but. I don't like to overindulge on film because I think that teams play us and our offense so differently than they do for most off- most offenses. So I-, I way rather understand who they are as a team, understand what they do regularly, and then go out there and react to what I see. Instead of exp- like seeing odd oh, stars pressed over here, they're bringing two to that side, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm locked in knowing that they're going to do that, and they bring it from the other side. I way rather stick to our base rules understand what we do best, and then just go out there and be reactionary and figure it out on the go. Love everything about it. Tone has a question for you, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Uh, week one, 9-11, against a division opponent. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of motivation there. Are you going to use that Aaron Rodgers is the biggest sandbagger in the golf world as extra <laughs> motivation on that Monday night? Got that PGA hoodie on. Yeah, I, I think so. He, You know, uh, we, we've talked a little bit about it. I said, you can have all the golf stuff. I'm I'm going to try to take care of the football stuff. I freaking, I love Aaron. We go back and forth sometimes, man. And he's been, he's been awesome to me. Um, it'll be fun playing against him twice a year now. And not sure how long he's going to continue to play. I know he said a few more years, but 
Um, it, it might be five, it might be ten, who knows. I think that he still can throw the, you know, the piss out of the ball. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him. He's a guy that I grew up watching and idolizing and wanting to emulate when I was on the football field. So it's still super cool to, to know that I'm in that position playing against him and having that relationship that I have with him. It's, uh, it's pretty surreal. Brothers, 18 years in, motherfucking people at training camp practice. That was on Hard Knocks last night. That, that's what last... Cobb, I did see that clip on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Cobb last or week... Heck, sorry, X. That's tough for all of us. Yep, mm-hmm. That's going to be... That's tough Brutal. for all of us. Especially you. It's been in like the... Mm-hmm. You've been in training camp for most of X's existence. Yeah. yeah. But like a couple yep. weeks ago, there was a clip from Cobb where he was calling up the wide receivers. He's like, hey, we got to stop fucking up. Okay, everything's kumbaya right now with the hippie quarterback. But he's he's going to lose his shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron gives a press conference interview afterwards. He's like, you know, I'm kind of different now. I'm a little bit older guy. You know, I kind of I understand. I don't want to do that. Then last night he's like, all right, fuck it. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah. You're doing that. You're going to do that. I love it. Are you vocal? How are you? How are you in practices? How are you with the say of the offense? What's getting called? All that type of stuff. A lot of ownership from you, I would assume. Yeah, and I think as I get into you know the latter the later parts of my career as we're going in, I'm I'm in year six now. I know the offense like the back of my hand. So when I speak, I feel like guys listen because I I feel like I I know what's going on. So um, I don't tend to speak too often. I try to play more with my actions and, and lead that way. Um, but as I get older, again, I think the more that I can talk and make sure that guys understand what's going on and try to get on the same page with guys, I think that's going to help our team. What have you been doing all training camp? Just telling the defense that they bunch of sorry ass bitches. Mm-hmm. Heard you guys just been fighting the whole time, right? That's a narrative. That's a narrative outside. It's been a very tense camp. That real? It's it's been awesome. Oh, you've loved it. You've been a part of it. You've been oh, in there doing I, this number here. You you part of this number here? I'm I'm in there a little bit. Red jersey, <laughs> red oh, yeah. jersey in there. I bet you that's an awesome conversation with whoever is. Uh, I'm all out of fucking hit you. <laughs> yeah. What are we even? That's awesome. That's incredibly. No, it's it's it's, it's been a fun camp, and I think that. The energy that we've had, and like again, both sides want want it. And there's some days that you know we kick the defense's ass. There's some days that they kicked our ass, and I think there's some been some stalemate days. So, um, it's been it's been fun. We've been going back and forth, and you know we got some really really special players and special teammates on the other side of the ball, and we love those guys. And the the more that we can do to push each other, the better we're going to be. That's what it's all about, right here. Hell yeah. See that? Boom. See that thing right there? That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. There's one right there. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking buffaloes yeah. everywhere. Might be the same one, actually. Look at that. Is that our buffalo? Is it? Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, there it is. Close. We got another. I think, well, I think brothers, it's, maybe. Yeah, we got buffalo up here, too. Brothers. We got a buffalo up here. Hanging up here. There's three buffaloes. Oh. Yeah, hey, we got a lot of buffaloes, and there's one up there. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's the most buffaloes that have ever been on a sports show. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. In the history. I would like to break that record. Uh, I'm happy that we have it. Josh, have an incredible day. Good luck this season. We appreciate the hell out of you. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Hey, so 7,500 yards? 7,500 yards, you think? That's what we're going for this year? You say it'll happen. Let's go. All right. We'll donate. Bunch of money if it happens. <laughs> hey, did you hear about Bean sandbagging us, by the way? Shut a fucking... Uh, 78 at, uh, what was that place? Oak Hill. Oak Hill. Shot a 78 in the middle of training camp at Oak Hill. Yeah, he can play. Have you seen his calves? I have oh. not seen the calves. They're good. Great calves. <laughs> okay. That means he's a good golfer. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Allen. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, Josh. Josh has great calves as well, I assume. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. get to see him in that entire conversation, but that's a beautiful looking creature. Beautiful. Gorgeous yes, buffalo. Man, we need to protect them. Well. No, no, no. 
We'll just chop their heads off and put them on the wall like that one. No, yeah. that's a fake. That's not a real one. That, that one's oh. never actually alive. We would never do that to the Buffalo. Oh. Buffalo have a great part of American history. Yep, sure. Massive part of American history is that fucking thing right there. What's the difference between that and a bison? Because I don't know. That's an honest question. Mm. Might be a male-female thing. Okay. Could be. Yeah. Be a water thing. Aren't buffaloes big in water? I don't water buffaloes. Water buffalo. Sure. Oh, okay. Those are different. Hey, yeah. you know, you were in the right... I knew there was something with buffaloes and water. I just forgot the water ones. So you're telling me, fur. so how do you tell the difference between buffalo and bison? Bison have large humps at their shoulders and bigger okay. heads than buffalo. Oh, they also have beards okay. as well as thick coats, which they shed in the spring and early summer. Another simple way to tell a buffalo from a bison: look at the fucking horns. Okay. Bison, kind of big okay. dog, and so. But how, what's how do we know which is one? A buffalo? That might. Be I think bison. both are. That buffalo. might be a bison. Actually, we've been calling this cousin a buffalo the whole time. It might be cousin a bison. Could. But the horns look just like that buffalo. Yeah, but, but that, the way, no, that could be a bice. Oh. Is there a photograph um, of the two or just words? It's gone. Yeah, it'd be yeah, a nice side-by-side. Side. Well, I know yeah. Buffalo is also a city in western New York. It is. We right. love. Yeah, Bison, Bison's a city in Wyoming. Bison, Wyoming? I was just shot in the dark. Yeah. Yep. Just guessing. Where are the planes at? Yeah, I'm sure they got a bison out there somewhere. <laughs> Somebody had to name a city after this thing. Are Bills like a flock of buffalo there? So that's, that's, so a, that's water a bison. Buffalo. So we got a. No, that's a water that's bison. A, yeah, actually, that's not. That's yeah, not they're actually milk. called bison. We just call them buffalo because we've been doing it for a long time and it sounds cooler. So oh. we just stuck with it. Those, oh, so it's like whenever they called the Native Americans Indians. Yes. Because they uh, thought they landed in India. Yeah. And they're like, yep, fucking sticking with it. I think that is yeah, how it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that is how it went. That same thing with the bison. So Pretty this, much, yeah. This has been a bison the whole time. This also bison. What a wild world we live in. Wow. Okay, good for us. So, so Buffalo's incorrect. Yeah, they That's are. Name. Well, where do bills well, come it from? It makes sense though, because buffaloes look like they suck. Sorry, ass. Yeah, they're not. We're, nobody's scared of one of these. Fucking they're George not the buffalo buffalo. They're the fucking <laughs> two part ass. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're not the Buffalo Buffalo. Yeah, yeah Bills? but they got a buffalo on the top. Right. Of the, they got a bison. So I bison. Was, buffalo yeah. bison is actually a pretty good name, too. Oh, my God. That's tasty. Yeah. Mm. What are Bills, then? Just a bunch of bison? It's a guy who wears khakis and polo. How does Bill... Oh, I forgot yeah. we actually have... Link to bison. Bu- yeah, Buffalo Bills. So are Bills just a bunch of bison? Is that like a flock? So if you look out there, it's like, wow. Look at that group of bills out there. Is that what they used to say whenever bison were running in, in herds? Makes sense. Oh, a bill is yeah. a law presented for, to parliament for discussion. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah. A lot oh. of those get passed. Yep. Buffalo Some law. of them don't and stuff like that. Right. In, in 1901, there was a currency. I sent it in. There's a picture of it. Uh, the 1901 Buffalo Bison Bill. It's a $10 bill with a bison on it. So they're money. Yeah. So it's the okay. buffalo Dude. money. Okay. Oh, that's. Oh. It's a weird name for a team that's using public funding to build their stadium. They need to bring, no, that makes. They need to bring that yeah. back. I was going to say, I love that that bill. Pretty Could you cool. imagine putting one of those in a wallet? Oh, oh my God. God. Getting change. All right. Uh, here's $15 back. There's a uh, five. Here's a Buffalo 10. Yep. Oh, that's going to cost that's, you a Buffalo bill. It's worth 20. That'd be sweet. Oh, my there we God. Go. Yep. Buffalo so Bill. You got Benjamins, you got Franklins, Franklin's. you got one in Buffaloes. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Buffalo Bill, I assume those are worth a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like a $2 bill. If you find, 
I think those are those are pretty common. Those are common in yeah, horse cooler. racing. Is that where it is? I don't know. Northeast all advances, yeah. Just an old will come over to you. Yeah. And they will Happy birthday. Here's a two dollar bill. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> pretty cool. They thank you, old. So do you think in the future money's used at all? No, right? I mean, already with Apple Pay, it feels like it's being kind of wiped Physical? out. Physical? Apple Pay is fantastic. Money's it's the best. Use, I think. Strip clubs. I don't want to sidetrack you guys too far, but the team was named after Buffalo Bill, the Western Frontiersman. Oh, hell yeah. Buffalo Bill. Like Buffalo Bill. dollars Not the guy that put it in the hole and put the lotion on the Yeah, that's yeah, Buffalo that's Bill. Yeah, that's the guy down the bottom that of the He well. came after. Right. Buffalo Bill came after that? All right, we'll go Buffalo Bills. Yep. yep. Not the, the money. Not that guy. Not, no. not the creepy guy. Yeah, not that guy. Not the killer. Not the money either. The We what, actually What was Buffalo Bill? He was a Western Frontiers. Me wrote for the Pony Express. Yep. William Cody, Buffalo Bill Cody. Pony Express. He was on back of one of these? I, I think so. Back of a Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Bison? No. Uh, bison. Horse. Oh. Backroom Bill also tells people to put the lotion on the skin when they're doubt, deep down in the hole. Yeah, yeah. so you got the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That are money, currency, and a Western Frontiersman. Yep. Then you got the Buffalo Bills that are actual money. That guy's mm-hmm. awesome. And then you got the backroom bill. Right. Yeah. That is Bill McComas. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of a combination of the three. That guy's fucking sick. How come that is not the logo? <laughs> he should be the mascot. That should be. You know, you know how they're talking about the big buffaloes in front of the new stadium? Yep. Mm-hmm. This guy needs to be 45 feet tall. Yes. In front of or he should Statue take of Liberty. that saddle and put him on one of those 400-foot-tall buffaloes and ride it. They should have Buffalo Beal riding it. a bison yeah. in front of the new Buffalo Beal. Like a 60-foot bison and he's 45 feet. Put Buffalo Beal right on top of this one. Yeah. Middle one. Right here. Yep. Look how big that son of a bitch is. That's a big fucking bison. We have so and many he can be shooting somebody. Good ideas. Yeah, we... Just a never-ending supply. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how we do it. Every day, just a new... This morning, our best idea? Oh, we're going to do a hole-in-one challenge. For yeah. yeah. Minutes, yeah. Right outside yeah. the back. Good time. Streaming live. Had a blast. Yeah. Very fun. If you missed it, know that nothing happened. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Close, though. It's a hole-in-one challenge. No hole-in-ones happened, but there were some people dancing. I had a couple good shots I felt good about. Oh, a little club twirl. Get liked. The guy liked it. Oh. Rolled right by. Yeah. What's that octopus? Yeah, though the octopus is the GoPro at the oh. end of there. Ty Schmidt actually commentating the entire. Pac Man had a couple good balls. Mm-hmm. We're, each, we're each hitting 10 apiece at a time. Oh. And I'd say it ended with like probably nine balls on the green, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe. maybe. Maybe eight. They were rolling. Well, yeah, but we count those as on because Russ Green needs to put a little bit more sand. But Ty mm-hmm. almost put that in there on his sixth ball. That was a beauty. That was a thing of beauty. Yeah. Well, so cool. you know, I mean, after watching so many good golf shots, you kind of know, okay, I need to kind of mm-hmm. you know, use this in my swing or kind of, you know, take it off a little bit. So, I mean, I you guys kind of put the game plan out there, and I just tried to go out and execute. There was some uh, there were some bad golf shots, too. Oh, yeah. For sure. Gumpy, oh, yeah. Gumpy had a helmet on out there. You know? Oh. Good back. What a taking it. Yep. Would have accepted yeah. it. For sure. The one you hit hopped just over the hole. That was so fucking ah! close. Good ball. Could you imagine he's bought one of these one balls? Going. Oh, yeah. Balls it's going to happen. Come on. Get left. Yeah, I feel like I had pretty good golf. Dirty did all right. Yeah. He's living around it. Yeah, he won. He hit one that spun. Yeah, that was yeah, the one. Boom. That was the one. I thought that good was early. Shot. That's my first time seeing it. Dirty, that was a great golf shot. Great dirty. shot. He had two of those. He had another one on the right side that kind of stuck and stayed. Mm-hmm. Came back. Yeah, I mean, we, we threw a couple darts out there. 
It's a long morning. Nobody hit anything. Nobody won anything. No, no, no money for charity. It was no. fun, though. And the wind yeah. kind of came yeah, the out of nowhere. was a little high. The left to right wind did not help us. All right, let's move on to not our ideas, other people's ideas. That would be NFL general managers on who's going to make their team, who's not going to yeah. make their team. Cut day didn't really have that many surprises, to be honest with you. No big name that you go, really? <laughs> or, wow, he's going to get picked up quick. Or, he's a cap casualty. Didn't feel like it was that this type of year. The big news was the PUP designations mm-hmm. where there were superstars all over the league that'll be missing the first four games this season. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor, he is on PUP because they were not able to trade him. We will dive into that in moments because there's somebody out of Miami saying they made a wild request. <laughs> they were a wild request. Whoa. Uh, Kyler Murray also on the PUP. We don't know when he's going to come back. If you listen to Michael Lombardi, he's saying they're not going to play him at all because mm-hmm. if he plays and gets hurt, that's another $56 million they will guarantee him they've moved on is what Michael Lombardi said not saying he's right not saying he knows he's just looking at the contract saying they are done with Kyler Murray don't even question when he's coming back they won't play him that's what Lombardi said yesterday was a surprise to all of us Mm -hmm. Von Miller we thought he'd be back in time for week one he's not going to be back until at least week five Austin Corbett big news Lael Collins Mm -hmm. Eric Stokes Caleb Farley Jalen Guyton Mm -hmm. Nick Needham Baron Brown I don't know who a lot of these people are here down to bottom but Aaron Robinson and Dwayne Smoot. That's a great way to spell Dwayne. I hope yeah, is. that that continues to be the thing. We hope all these guys get healthy and get back. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor, though, being on the PUP designation. Mm-hmm. He was on there before. They thought they'd get a trade done. If they get a trade done, probably a deal done. Then he's cleared. He's back playing for another team. Whenever they said, hey, Jonathan Taylor, you go find a trade partner, we will potentially go ahead and execute the trade at this stage, even though at one point they said, we aren't trading them ever, brother. Mm-hmm. Not now, not October, not never. You're not running this not thing. Ever. We are running this thing. So whenever they go and say, hey, you can go find a trade partner, all the reporters, all of them, Shefty from ESPN, his crew, mm-hmm. Rappaport from NFL Network, his crew, there's going to be a lot of interest in Jonathan Taylor. A lot of teams are going to be interested in Jonathan Taylor. Everybody's going to be interested. So I think a lot of us Colts fans said, okay, cool, this is going to get handled quickly. This situation, he will get traded for, bang, he's out of there. We'll get something in return, whether it's picks, whether it's a player, of course. whatever it is, how a trade works, yeah. we thought as Colts fans, we get our best player out of the building who doesn't want to be there, Although it would be better if he was all in and playing for the Colts. We'd like it. And we're going to get something back in return. And then the Anthony Richardson era is off and running. So now we're hearing that no deal was able to be made. And another team that was in there, allegedly, other than Dolphins, is Green Bay Packers. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So Green Bay, who already has A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, were allegedly the mystery team that was in the conversation with the Colts to trade for Jonathan Taylor. Would have been fascinating if we get one of those running backs back, probably. Yep. I would assume that's going to be... I, I would think... A.J. Dillon would be who they were trying to get but rid of. But Colts probably asking for, for Aaron Jones. Aaron yeah. Jones. So then whenever it comes out from a Miami Dolphins reporter that from my sources, and I can confirm the Dolphins person as reportedly by ND Media, the Colts made wild requests from Miami, including Waddle and more. So in a trade conversation, they made a wild request asking for their number two wide receiver when we're giving up our best player in this trade who's not happy to be there. They're trying to frame it as if the Colts would not accept any trade offer that was coming. They made these requests that were impossible to fulfill. It's like, I don't think that's a wild request at all by the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I obviously got killed by some people who are Dolphins fans because they're saying, we're never going to give up Waddle. We're never going to give up Waddle. It's like, well, if you're the Indianapolis Colts, you're giving up Jonathan Taylor, who was in the MVP conversation a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of years ago. 
a request should certainly be at least the number two wide receiver for the other team, especially <laughs> if you don't have any wide receivers on the This is a request. Hey, Pat, how much do you want a year for your show? $250 million. Mm-hmm. That's my request. Okay, now let's go ahead and get in there. A wild request would have been Tyreek Hill. We want Vic Fangio, too, mm-hmm. off the defensive of staff. Like, I think that wasn't a wild request at all to ask for the number two wide receiver back, especially if they're not going to give up as many picks as potentially was desired. That's a good trade conversation. So although they're kind of all these reporters who reported there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of interest for Jonathan Taylor are going to try to frame this as like the Colts made it impossible to trade. I don't think that is necessarily evidence of that. It might be the case, though. It might come out that the Colts were looking for two number ones and they were looking for something else, yeah. which no team would give up. But saying that was a wild request here by Barry Jackson, who has been in the game a long time. I don't I don't really think that's that wild of a of a waddle. And then if the Dolphins go, no, it's like, all right, let's go. Let's, yeah, figure, let's, let's go talk to the Packers. Yeah, but saying it's a wild request, I, I think that was just weird, but I think they're all trying to frame it so they're right in the end. And that there was a bunch of interest and the coach just didn't want to make it happen, but we shall see how it turns out. It was no interest. If it was interest, they would have made it happen. Like, no one is going to give up their MVP candidate and not get something in return, whether it's the first round or second round. Uh, a number two receiver, a n- number one tight end. Like, you got to get something in return. Like, obviously, it was not enough interest. I mean, interest. Interest? Yeah, interest. Yeah. It's a weird word, though. Uh, it's it. spelled weird. Yep. It's an interesting thing. <laughs> it's also used in yeah. that particular fashion right. as well, which I is agree. wild. But, yeah, I, I assumed with how everybody was reporting about the interest that there would be some deal that would come. And when Florio presented the idea that the Colts would just move on, going to want to take best offer pretty much – I, I, all right, maybe want to get him out of here. But now that it's at $4 million seemingly, he's on the PUP. They got four more weeks to kind of deal with this whenever yep. the regular season starts. So that's Ma- cut in half. Maybe they're able to find, though, maybe they're able to find a trade partner. But this feels like if they're not able to trade him and he's on the PUP, that's four weeks. Yep. He's, his number's probably going to be yet again, if he stays here and plays, if after the four weeks he's back, probably going to be similar to what they were last year, which are not great. So he. Potentially, he's fucked here. Oh yeah, you know, like I, I don't. There's a lot of time that this could happen, and somebody could injure a running back, and there might be a San Francisco 49ers out there that say, you know what, give us Christian McCaffrey off the Carolina Panthers, and they make a big time play, and maybe Jonathan Taylor will be viewed in that way by a team if somebody gets hurt earlier in the running back move. But this this doesn't feel like this is going to end good for Jonathan Taylor at this stage of the game. Although I thought just yesterday a deal was going to get done by 4 p.m. It didn't really make sense to me at first when I saw that the Packers were like the mystery team, but. As I've been sitting here and kind of thinking of it more, like mm-hmm. I think there is, a, I think that does have some legs, and they might trade for him before the trade deadline. Like you just think about it, like Aaron Jones, it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Like this is probably his last year with the Packers. AJ Dillon is on the last year of his rookie deal, so they have the. I mean, if Rodgers plays sixty percent of the snaps, they have another first round pick. Yeah, he's beloved in Wisconsin. He went there. Like he's still young. Like I really could see the Packers. After he gets off PUP, or maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe now that the Dolphins thing seems like bullshit, they kind of iron it out a little bit more. Like this morning, I was like, well, that, that makes absolutely no sense. But just sitting here for the last like couple hours and thinking about it, like I could really see the Packers doing this. AJ mm-hmm. Dillon is king of Wisconsin. Any actual mayor over there? Uh, you yeah. guys got to trade him out of time? Jeez, the Packers continue to send these people out of there. It would be AJ Dillon. You would think that they would think about you would trading th- out of there. Yeah, you would think. But is Chris Ballard like, so let me get this straight. Yeah. 
But th- but that's what I mean is they could potentially get like okay well then we we they yeah. can give a first round pick if they don't you know it might be the Jets' first round pick if Rodgers plays sixty percent of snaps that's at the tail end of the first round but at some point Chris Ballard will be on this program mm-hmm. okay Chris Ballard will be on this program oh yeah and he won't give us an answer with that Southern accent about no. what all the actual offers were we'll have to read his body language but I assume there will be information that'll get out there that'll be like the best offer we got was a fourth rounder right. And something else, or a third rounder and something else. If the Colts aren't trying to just, no, no, no. Right. Not actually negotiating in good faith is how this is described, by the way. They're not negotiating in good faith. They are not trying to get a deal done. They are making wild requests for the second, their second wide receiver whenever we're giving up a guy that everybody in the league, right? Everybody, all the national audience is like, why are. Why are you letting the best player oh, yeah. off your team? And then now all of a sudden it's a wild request to say, hey, if you're not going to give us a one, we it needs something here, so we'll take your second wide receiver. I, I just don't fully con- – I don't think we're getting a clear picture on what's actually happening behind the scenes from anybody, although it feels like all the reporters and insiders are literally all on the same page, but now it's kind of just – not the case at all. It's. I'll be excited to hear if we ever learn exactly how this whole thing went went down behind closed doors. Yeah, it feels like there's no way we, we will. Hopefully, we do, but I don't see how it can you know get to that point where they're telling that story. But do you see anybody paying him still? Like I, I, I understand he could get traded, and maybe it is a team like the Packers or one of those teams that starts slow. Like when the Niners got McCaffrey, it wasn't where they were the you know thirteen and four Niners yet. They were still kind of figuring out because Trey Lance and Jimmy G and then Purdy after. So I feel like it could be a Packers team, a, a Dolphins team, or even one of the better teams like the Bills or the Eagles who are like, we could get a little better at running back and then we will be a legitimate but Super Bowl fan. Is he healthy? Ty. Yeah, yeah, like he, as the owner of the Packers, you're sitting uh, here telling me that you were willing to trade your running back and the number one that you got from Aaron Rodgers? No, not necessarily. I'm just saying like – They're not going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. That's one of them is right. You assume they negotiate a deal with somebody. Yeah, exactly. Probably the mayor of Wisconsin, AJ Dillon, because he'll be cheaper. Eh, maybe, but I, I don't know because I, 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 I don't want to say that he's been like you know, but like he has not been as as good. I think as it's not like after this season they're just no matter what going to resign him. I guess that's that's the way to put. Well, it. with Trey Lance, hopefully you know maybe he'll get a little bit more of a running operation or mm-hmm. opportunity. But I agree with that. With those two headed. That two-headed monster seemingly in the backfield, you would think that you'd be able to just win games with them because how good Aaron Jones is. Aaron Jones is great. He's unbelievable. He's a phenomenal football player. Yeah, Already been paid, too, so you could probably re-sign him more than Dylan, right? Because Dylan hasn't been paid yet. So, like, Chris Ballard, yeah, I would assume the deal is going to be easier to get done with Aaron Jones at the running back position than, like, Dalvin Cook, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Dalvin Cook, the deal he took, $8 million. Right, deal. Give me the fight. We're cool. Yeah, they did a Zoom call. Doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go take $8 million to play football for the New York Jets and hopefully win a Super Bowl. I appreciate Dalvin Cook pretty much saying that. But I, I didn't like – they're framing it – the way it's being framed is fascinating because I think everybody wanted to see Jonathan Taylor get traded – I think everybody expected Jonathan Taylor to get traded, but I think all those people didn't really look into like last year for Jonathan Taylor. They were living off of two years ago for Jonathan Taylor. You're looking at a guy who's been missing practice allegedly and miss was out of the building because of an ankle injury still. So this guy's still hurt, missed games last year, and had a bad year. The whole team had a bad year last year. It's like I, I didn't understand whenever Rappaport was like, there's going to be a lot of interest. And Schefter was like, getting emotional about like yeah. Yeah. how much interest there's going to be. I'm like, okay, well, I guess if you can find a great player, you're going to do anything to get a great player. I think we're misled a little bit. I think we're misled yeah. a little bit. But 
I hope Jonathan Taylor ends up getting a deal done with Jim Irsay. That's what I hope happens. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's why it's hard from like people outside looking at it because I think they think Jim's pulling all the strings. I don't. I think the outside world thinks that Ballard's not even involved in it at all, and that's why they. So you think Jim Irsay, brother, need to what? What's that? I saw it. What was that clip? The guy did this. <laughs> yeah. He's probably asking, cool. probably asking Miami for a new fucking whale. Okay, you killed Takate, so <laughs> right that Nita already in debt. What do you gonna, say? A little bit more. I was going to ask for Agent Zero, but yeah. killed Takate. <laughs> got to bump up the depth chart a mm-hmm. little bit. We got Take no one. real weapons on penguin. our team, so I this just who knows how this pans out. Who knows what's real and what isn't right. at this stage? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of irony in that isn't wasn't Ursay in the draft room? Prod and Ballard, like, hey, Ballard, isn't that the running back you like? Trade it up to yeah. get Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the that was where we were. It was worth years. it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. I crushed it. Yeah. But, yeah, the story of draft night is that Jim Irsley looked at Ballard, and we were like 15 picks away or something like that, or 10 picks away. I forget the exact. And he goes, don't you really like that running back from Wisconsin? And Jim Irsley had seen him. Big mm-hmm. Ten Championship mm-hmm. in his stadium. Right. Uh-huh. Don't you really like that guy? And Chris is like, yeah, if he's there, uh, we fucking love him. And Jim's like, don't we really want that guy <laughs> on our team? And Chris is like, yeah, we're going to take him. And Chris is like, all right, we'll trade up to fucking get this. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And then to get him. And it's like, thank God we got our guy. And as soon as Jonathan Taylor comes in the building, big smile, happy to be here, excited to be here, love Indianapolis, what? love the team, love being here. The team has not been great. Since he's been on the team, but he has been something that I think people say, you know what, that's one of the pillars though. We got that position. If we we got a guy here, we got a good guy here, we got a good face of the program here, we got an incredible talent. This is gonna be one of the pillars. Okay, who else? DeForest Buckner. Okay, we got DeForest mm-hmm. Buckner. He's gonna be one of the pillars. Good guy, hard working guy, defense alignment too. That's good. Shaq Leonard. All right, here we yep. go. We Quentin Nelson on the offensive line, Ryan Kelly. Yep. We got like the pillars here at pretty much all phases. Now we just need to figure out how we get the culture back to a winning one. And then all of a sudden, two months before fucking training camp, it's like the one ruining the culture is one of the guys that we kind of banked on. And I would assume that he thought this was going to be a relatively easy thing. I assume his agent thought this was going to be an easy transaction to happen. And the NFL just kind of looked around and said, nah, we ain't giving you that. No chance. Give you a sixth rounder. Yeah. How about this? Agent Zero, Barrios, fifth rounder, Jonathan Taylor. Done deal. Deal? Let's do it. Jim's brother, I got fucking putter. I got a <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like what has happened. I don't like it at all, and it's if they're just going to keep them on pup and just keep them away from everybody, it's like we're staring down an even bigger dramatic yeah, yeah. whole situation. So we're trying to just kicking a can down the road. Hopefully they're able to figure it out behind closed doors. Speaking of figuring out things behind closed doors, every time Zach Taylor gives a fucking answer, we're going to try to read his body language. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> now, we're going to have to stop saying fuck at some point. We're getting very close. We are. So whenever we're going on to ESPN, <laughs> and I'm the one that said, we'll stop saying fuck whenever we get on there so we don't offend all your people, although every other word is going to need to be in there. And that was actually negotiated, which is a hilarious thing yep. that I don't know if it's ever been in a contract ever. But when Zach Taylor is speaking about Joe Burrow, who's my quarterback for my fantasy football team, yeah. in the past I thought maybe he's just keeping it kind of sly. Sure. You know, he's just he's kind of laughing. He's giving like Bill Belichick like answers. You know, he's saying, "Ah, he's progressing." And they're like, "Yeah, but how's Joe for week 1?" Ah, he's progressing with a smile. It's like he's kind of treating this not not that serious, kind of having fun with it all. He knows Joe Burrow's good. Uh-huh. And then we heard this answer mm. from Zach Taylor, and I'm really starting to wonder, "What what's the deep what are we doing? Why can't you tell us Joey Burrow's healthier when he's going to be back?" Here's head coach Zach Taylor, friend of the program, talking about superstar quarterback Joey Burrow and his calf injury. 
I know you said you'll see about whether Burrow practices or not, but given all the time since he had the injury in July, where is he at from a health perspective as, as we get ready for that season uh, opener in week one? Health other than the calf, you mean? Well, just just how is it just yeah how is how is he from a health perspective as he gets uh, as y'all get ready for week one? I think he has a very healthy body, um, <laughs> and I'm encouraged by that. Hmm. Just following up one more on Joe Burrow, is there any connection to his practice availability to what's going on with his contract situation? No. Yeah, so it's just oh. weird at this stage. Very. You know what? Like when Gannon said he's not hey, – I'm not saying yeah, if it's Dobbs. That's what this is. I'm not saying if it's Dobbs or Tooney mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be the quarterback for us for competitive advantage. It's like, okay, Dobbs and Tooney, no offense. I think an NFL defense coordinator, Jack Del Rio for the commanders – should be able to figure that out at first series. Okay, what Dobbs got, mm-hmm. what Tooney got. I understand they got to prepare for more stuff, so you're in their head. But also, first game of the season, they got fucking three weeks to kind of do yeah, all this whole yeah. thing. Interesting. Is it a competitive advantage thing? Are you yes. trying not to tell people? Yes, it is. If you don't know exactly and you have to prepare for two people and you don't have to prepare for solely on one person, it's a big advantage. I think everybody's thinking Joe Burrow's playing, though, because we saw that video of him wearing that catapult yep. where he was jogging across the yeah. field, and then he was throwing. That was like, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, yeah it was a while. And he looked pretty okay. Like, and it's, I just don't understand. At what point will we find out if Joey Burrow's going to be healthy? Because obviously fantasy football, but like yeah, the huh? entire NFL. Yes. The entire NFL is a little bit different if Joey Burrow has an actual yeah. calf thing going on. Yeah, it would be terrible if you lose Burrow for an entire year for a Bengals Whoa. fan, of it's course. But, yeah, well, I mean, that's Whoa. what it is. I honestly, I got the feeling that he like tore his Achilles watching that video. I I actually did. Well, he definitely uh, didn't he definitely do that. Did. We saw him running on the field. That's. I mean, can you run with a torn Achilles if you're just shot up with a bunch of, you know, Toradol? Who knows? No, actually, like you physically cannot. That's the whole thing about the Achilles. No. That's why I guess up. we yeah we had the um, we had the immature amateur eye whenever we saw his injury and we all go ooh that looks like an Achilles oh. and then everybody came out like Achilles your feet your foot just dangles yeah you can't do it because this thing right here remember they held what's his face by these remember it was Achilles his, yeah, it was yeah. His Achilles heel uh-huh. that's right that's it, was Achilles. His, it was his Achilles heel yeah. but this thing kind of keeps your foot you know as a thing sure. Yeah. And then when he busted, it's down. So you actually cannot. Just floppy. In the video that we watched. Floppy foot. Where he jogged across the field. And then he threw. Can't do it. Okay. If it wasn't Achilles. Okay. Which makes you think it's just a calf. And if you say just a calf, like I guess it's just a muscle. And muscles all heal. But they've been weird about this. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily love it. You're a Steelers fan. Yeah. So you're always going to come from that angle. But this has been interestingly handled here by Coach Zach Taylor. Yeah, it has. And. It kind of feels like a college coach because it's going on a lot with college quarterbacks, right? Like, it doesn't feel like an NFL situation because they're going to have to put out the injury designation the week of, right? Like, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, like the injury report, the practice report comes out. It feels weird. And I hope it's not this competitive advantage bullshit because there's no one behind Burrow. So, I, I, I don't understand it all. Well, let's go to college because they're out of the state of Ohio. And we hope Joey Burrow's healthy. I yeah. hope Joey Burrow's healthy. Need you back, Joe. Need you back, Joe. Hope you're okay, Joe. He Joe looks Gucci. so cool at everything he does. Everything. Mm-hmm. Need him in the NFL. Yeah, he's yeah. at the messy game. He was at the messy game. Yeah, he was Walking, walking clearly. Loving it. Yep. How was, his, was he Was he limping at all? Not at all. It didn't look like he it. He did leave early to get a new Achilles, though, right? Oh, he did leave early. Now, he went to watch <laughs> film, probably for week one. That's right. Yeah. But Zach Taylor needs to just tell us. Yeah. You know, and this is very selfish of us to just be like, hey, Zach, enough. Cut the bowl. No more bowl. Okay. What? We worry about it. The Bengals fans worry about it. But Zach Taylor doesn't care. Maybe it is the second question. Maybe it is the second question. Maybe it's a hold-in. 
Yeah, maybe it's a contract. That lady, great question. Maybe no, that, follow up. Maybe that hey, just real quick, haven't really asked this because Joey Burrow, Ohio guy, face of the program, he's in the middle of a contract negotiation right now. He's not practicing, playing, doing anything. That's a great question. That's definitely yeah, absolutely. Not it. Definitely not. It. He's an Ohio guy. Football. Definitely guy. not. It. He wouldn't let that get in the way. he's Ohio. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we're stopping. Good yeah. call. Post, Way to go. Post Way to be an adult. Ohio, Folk. Bosa's is an Ohio fuck too. Yeah, but somebody. Yeah, but he's no, not on an Ohio team. Though. He. Um, the Boses are a little different, I guess. The. Um, there was a report that from somebody in San Francisco. I don't know if these are reports or guesses. You know what I mean? Believe and that's it. the world where we're in right now. Yeah. yeah. The world that we're in right now is a lot of guessing, but then if it comes true, it was a report. Look at me. Sure. But if it's wrong, at the uh, time, this is the information that I had. It, it's a fascinating time for uh, coverage of anything with the way X and everybody has some sort of sources yeah. or something. They're hearing something, and we're all hearing the same shit. But I think that news with Bosa is supposed to be finished up in the next few days, what I read on here. That's what they say. Jason Dumbass says, source Nick Bosa. <laughs> That is 100% my fault. I assume he's heard that his entire life. Mm -hmm. That was low-hanging fruit. Nice. I did not mean that. That's just like Zachariah Kuntz. Yeah, Zach Kuntz. Harold Kuntz. Harold Kuntz. Kuntz. Spelled K-U-N-T-Z. That thing got popped up in my face <laughs> on this show, and I'm just trying to naturally read. Bang. Rude. He didn't deserve that. Nope. It was good reporting. Just like Dumas here. He did not Ooh. deserve the, what I just did. So I apologize, Dumas, in your report. But source, Nick Bosa will be with the team and available to play week one in Pittsburgh. The two sides plan to get a deal done within the next few days. Like, that's kind of what's been talked about by everybody. Yeah. So is this a report or is it a hypothesis? Yeah. Is it a guess? Is it the next few days? Does that mean four or five days? Or does it mean like three days? Because everybody's kind of been in that ballpark when they're talking about Bosa's deal with the Niners. Yeah, it feels like it is one of those situations, right? Was it Shanahan right away that? It was like, yeah, Nick Bosa hasn't done the training camp his entire career. So, yeah, he'll be here for week one, and we will eventually get a deal done. And it's not as if they're – do they have cap space? Because their biggest players on offense, you know, Trent Williams, they're not paying a quarterback is the, the it, thought. It'll probably yeah, look at that. be one of those situations where they'll pay him and the cap will go down. Was, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Somehow yeah. they'll figure out they'll to make a move, and the Niners that. will get more money out of signing him. But the Kansas City Chiefs up there, number two, this has been a big move, right? Mm -hmm. Who'd they, who they open up? How'd they go about getting here? That was a big swing this morning. Yeah, that's I don't what know I read what from was, Mitt. But... Mitt told me that. And uh, so that we don't know if that's real or not. Obviously, yeah. that might be just in Mitt's world. But Mitt did say, big move out of the Chiefs. I don't know how they got it, but they're up at 25-3. They got a Chris Jones thing. So the number nice. two and the number three highest salary cap space teams currently have some real shit popping off behind the scenes with two of their best players in Chris Jones and in Bosa, respectively there. But also, Kansas City Chiefs were allegedly in on the Jonathan Taylor conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, there's money, money to be had, I guess, out there. Well, and they're just supposed to go up again. Right, because weren't they talking about how after Burrow's contract they were going to rework Mahomes just because his cap hit is so massive that they need to just add a few years and give him more money up front so that could even go up even further. Yeah, because anytime somebody gets more money somehow, the salary cap gets bigger. It's absurd. It's awesome. It's yeah. a cool time. Yeah, Great for players. The, the running back, cool, but I think the number one priority for them for, would be Jones, right? Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, have to get like, Jones. He got to get paid. He's asking for what, 30 a year? Is that what I heard? I, I, yeah. Give it to him. Definitely north of 25. He's a hell of a player. I'm excited to see how Veach kind of operates with that whole thing. And also, he's getting fined every day he's not there, so that's probably going to get yeah, added, added in. into the <laughs> equation. Even though they said, can't do that, can't do that. Okay, we're going to counter with. 
We need an extra one point seven five million on top of that thing. Can't do that. It's like this is our new number. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're going to need. What's that? The Chiefs number moved because Chris Jones did not report, so his cap number came out. Ah. Okay. Correct. Is that what I, I'm reading that correctly? Yeah. That's what Bruce said back here. That makes sense. So basically, he didn't show up, so they can now have more money to actually just give right back to him. Because he's not there, so they don't have to give that money. So, yeah, basically, it's just like an accounting thing. It's numbers, really. Smart guys. Thank you, Bruce. Good job, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Bruce had a couple good golf shots earlier today. Absolutely. No, you're you're confusing him with Tone. Tone had a rough outing out there. He had that one, though, that almost went in, and then he said, you know what? He quit early, by the way. Everybody was hitting 10. Tone hit six. Then he said, enough of this. I'm out of here. But he stuck around to hang out and have a good time. Well, having a good time before his next round, popped his in. You yeah. know I have fun with boys. Yeah. I'm going to do this whole thing. Head starts spinning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost saw Tone Diggs vomit. Yeah. Look green. Yeah, it turns out if you haven't golfed in five years, you, you stink. Uh, and then turns out if you don't zin yeah. in five it, years, exactly. It was beautiful out. The fucking sun was out. There was a nice little breeze. We were golfing. I said, "Hey, Brucey, fucking give me a give me a zinner, okay?" Yeah, we we were spinning, baby. It was nice. Did you yam it? Not no. no, no. Gonna, you couldn't golf though. I'm an adult. No, adults vomit from I yeah. think the spins <laughs> all the time. I think that happens on a regular nah. basis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People like um, they'll get twisted for the first time. They'll even add in like edibles. You know what I mean? So Ooh, like well, they edibles, they'll drink a little, and then they'll put in like a dip, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, this ain't no problem. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm putting my foot down. Oh. I got to put my foot <laughs> get her shit down. No, I, was, yeah. I had the good spins. That was a one-way trip to Zimbabwe, my friend. Mm-hmm. Nice. Way to go. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Bad a thousand back there, Catman. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Caterpillar cap on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tashman was a... F- Offended by that. Yeah, big time. Nick started dialing it in a little bit. Never seen somebody dressed the way he was dressed today. That's the first time I've ever seen Nick in that particular costume. First time I've seen any human in that particular costume. But I thought that type of moxie and swag was going to carry into the tee box and he was going to put one in. Mm-hmm. He started dialing in a little bit after talking his shit to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, beautiful ball flight. Beautiful ball flight. Distance control, you know, a little, a little to be desired. Wasn't there, his clubs. But yeah, exactly. Not his clubs. Not his sticks, not That's his wrenches. He, uh, he said, What club do you use? I said, 58. So he took my 58, and then he, he was ice cold, at, hadn't swung in a while. He's in the 58 bad, 30, 40 yards short on second Yeah, time. I forgot you were uh-huh. significantly stronger than me. So I was like, yeah, no, no, but I think, club up here a little I bit. I think what happened was you clubbed up, then you found your swing. Correct. Yeah. I think you should have went back yeah, to the 58. The, bingo. Which is something you do have to balance whenever you have that, like, 15, 20-minute off period. Going into this next hole-in-one challenge, I think we're a little bit more dialed in here. Mm-hmm. Whenever you go back, your first four shots are going to be like, Trying to right. find, find, find get it your mechanics yeah. down, yeah. find it again. But then once we're in there, we got to take advantage of those times when we're in there. So maybe just like in basketball, you get like five shots from your first hit of the green. Yes, Ooh. I like that. You know what I mean? Instead of like having ten balls, start on a make. Start on a make. Like yep. You get like six. Because or, all of us at the end were like, no, let's add a couple balls here. Maybe hit twelve yeah. instead of ten because we all got warmed up a little bit. Now, with that being said, anybody that travels into the office that is a good golfer, the yes. Chucks, sure. the AQs, yeah. yeah. the Butler Birdies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You only get 10. Okay. That's right. Whenever they go back there, yeah. because I don't know if we'll be doing the whole hole in one challenge every time every one of them comes down. <laughs> right. But they will get 10 opportunities to go ahead and make one. And if it goes in, we'll have 
cameras on it. Mm -hmm. We will do the same thing we were supposed to do this morning. Absolutely. Fair. So it's just like in Top Gear. You know that show where they do cars? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Used to be better. I think something happened contractually where they fucked it all up. But I guess it used to be like one of the greatest shows on TV over there. They used to have all the celebrities that come on the show do this race at the end on a track. And then they kept times, everybody's time like that. that has ever been on the show. And it's like, here's how this person oh, yeah. did. Here's how this person did. It was beautiful. Like Ooh. it was a great segment of the program. It was very intelligent. We should do that with the with the thing. Yeah. tape measure out there. Kind of like put a leaderboard. Just if the, yeah. how many they hit. how many you've actually put on the green yeah. or hit the green. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or hit the green. yeah, can put a leaderboard on the uh, Thunderdome or even stick? just on the yeah. side yeah. of out the out of fence. ten. Yeah, yeah. stick on the green or just hit the green. I just hit the green. I think okay. you just hit okay. the green is good because, I mean, I saw a couple of people blade some backspin. You know what I mean? And sure. Stay on the green or whatever. And Russ Green told us from 250, it holds. Yeah, that's right. We do need to probably get a little bit more sand out there to treat the greens a little bit and, you know, kind of soften them up a, a tiny bit. But but they, they were pretty decent today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Russ Green has gifted us an incredible yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. With that being said, we need more sand on the We do need more sand. The 100 hole is actually easier to hold on. Yeah. The yeah. green is easier to hold yeah. on the 100-yard hole. It's as opposed to 75. It's tilted back more, which is really yeah. smart Natural by Russ slope. Greens. Smart by Russ. How do we feel about the rocks? Is there any thought that maybe, you know, we could put something else there that the ball could roll through? Yeah, we did not know. The rocks were not in the original drawing. That was a Russ Green yeah. audible. Oh. I hate the rocks, we leave to be the completely rocks honest. In the back. Whoa. Yeah. I like the rocks. The cool rocks Plinko nice. effect. The, the rocks are also uh, to protect the greens from Mike's discount mowing in case, oh. you know, because you get those blades a little bit too close <laughs> to the greens. It's really going to do a number on them. Yeah, well, and also on Mike's discount, Skag. You know, they got that yeah, Skag. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The guy who cuts our grass is absolute beauty. Weapon. Yes. He loves cutting grass. <laughs> That's what you need. Love it. No Nothing matter what you're doing, mm -hmm. you should love what you do. Yeah. You're making sandwiches. Yeah. Enjoy it. Love it. Love it. This guy loves cutting grass. Mm -hmm. Beast. Holy shit. He also does uh, fireworks professionally. Of course. I think stuff. he cuts down trees, too. Yep, <laughs> believe it. This dude is a one-stop shop for awesome. Some roofing, probably. Love, love what you do. Bingo. And I, I, I respect the fact that Russ Green was thinking for, like, a normal grass cutter. Mm -hmm. I think the, the guy we got cutting our grass out here, he would. Yeah. I mean, he would. Picasso. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> Yeah, around yeah. that thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. He might even get in there, victory lane, lift up the fucking blade, mm -hmm. do a little donut yeah. Yeah. on yeah. it, you know, kind of might celebrate everything he's accomplished. Which show we park that back. thing. He Cut. might show park. He actually slid that thing sideways into a trailer the other day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, God damn, this guy's really got that Z turn on today. Yep. He asked if he wanted, you know, if you wanted to cut a you know, portrait into the grass of yourself in the entire office one time because he's that good at cutting And grass. we told him, sir, sir, please, we don't, Mike. Please, don't waste your time. Okay. It's not Mike. It works for Mike. Mike, good guy, too. Mike, I don't know if Mike loves cutting grass as much as the guy that cuts our grass. Oh, really? Mike I thought used that was... to cut the grass. Mike yeah, used... Mike's the owner. Yeah, Mike's yeah. the owner. He, well, I thought Mike loved it so much, he just would never give it up. He'd die on a mower. That's I, I, I think thought. they're cutting a lot of land oh, every yeah. day. I, I assume Mike is yeah. cutting a lot of grass. They are a talented bunch. Oh, yeah. Hard-working crew. That's right. Mm -hmm. They are awesome. Even if, like, you don't remember to schedule them, they're like, all right, we'll just, if you don't want to pay for this one, we'll just get you next time. Yeah, we love doing it. It's so. like, I love the way you great guys, guys. Yeah. I love the way you guys operate. Yeah, we, we forgot to schedule you. They're great. But that golf course needs to be had. Somebody needs to make one. Hey, you a know, lot of cool shit in here. That golf course might be the best, though. I love that thing. It's up there. Yeah, yeah I think Ty, in the intro for the thing, said this is the best thing or the most exciting. Maybe you said it. Yeah, in comparison to Tahoe. 
No, you said everything at the Thunderdome. Oh, yes. And yes, I immediately yes. thought to myself, like, Red Panda was in here kicking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bowls. Kicking bowls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael. Bro, Michael go Griffin, Mike, Mike Malone. Everything Malone. we done did. Yeah, we raced Tony Stewart, Smoke Stewart. Smoke Stewart. Yeah, that was true. sweet. This is just in the last. Yeah. This yeah. place is pretty hilarious. If we had that golf or the uh, go-kart track out there permanently, it'd be tough to beat as well. That would be <laughs> impossible to beat. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting into those courts every day. No, <laughs> no, no chance. My but, ass no. did not fit. That was one and done for me. Oh, I would do it again for oh, sure. I would definitely do it I, again. I would do it again. You're one and hey, done. Bro, I mean, what, once a year maybe? Oh, Foxy. No. Those real golf, uh, real go-karts? Well, Foxy was 10 and 2, if you remember. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, was yeah, I was second place. I was second place. Well, that was also when Bill spun that entire <laughs> hey, thing. Hey, that's out. part of the game. I agree. Good racing. Staying yeah, safe. Staying alive. It's good racing. All right, let's get to a break. A.J. Hawk will join us on the other side. He would figure out a way. To put a ball off two rocks mm-hmm. into the hole. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He has the greatest golf god's luck in the history of golf. Ever. It's absurd. I've seen him put it through a forest. Okay? Should have died in there somewhere. <laughs> just one stick, all it takes, just for that thing to drop. Through a fucking forest <laughs> onto the other side. Somehow it was like a Mario Kart track where you take like a... And he's yeah. got like 20 yards to the green. Yep. Oh, shortcut. Yeah. It's like, how did it get through? That's not your real ball. You had to have dropped a ball. You saw it with me. <laughs> You saw it with me. I didn't drop any ball. And then his next chip shot bounced three times in the rough somehow, like a trampoline rolled right up to the pin. We have the shot. Yes. We have. The, it's actually in the the next Foxy Flick, which is yep. a good one. Yes, sir. It's like 20-some minutes long. SPs yeah. and Tahoe. Nice. It was a long Ooh. one. Probably the longest one yet. Yeah, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yep. When are we going to put that out? Probably so, tomorrow. Let's do it. Throwback. That's probably a good day. Boom. Hell yeah. That's All right, we'll put it out tomorrow. Sweet. That'll be awesome. Can't wait for the world to see it. The ESPYs behind-the-scenes stuff is great. Yes. Connor getting a plane turned around behind-the-scenes oh, is great. Fun. Tahoe behind-the-scenes shit is great. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, let's take you back in time, yeah. Connor. They almost vomited on a plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good time. I've seen that pilot again. I think he's going to be in our life. I sure hope not. No, I think <laughs> he's a good pilot. Good pilot. Yeah. Yeah, he can turn a plane around if you need to. <laughs> That's how you know. We're past it. We are. Who's we? Well, actually, well, we're saying, going you, right back over. into it yeah. tomorrow. It's yeah. over. Nah, we got to relive it tomorrow. I'll, no, I'll, I'll never be past that. All right, AJ Hawks on the other side. We'll also take some phone calls today on his 1-833-432-3663. 1-833-4-DOME. On his beautiful phone it in Wednesday. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Mm. Sports world right now. U.S. Open's happening. Alcaraz last night had a cutoff. Yeah. yeah. He looks sweet. That's mm-hmm. fun. But... You know. College football is good. Just now as a man who, if he played baseball, we know he'd end up eating the leather. Oh, yeah. College football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner, a president of Ohio currently, and a father of 10, COVID survivor, A.J. Hall. AJ, we missed you out there on the uh, Thunderdome short course. We'll definitely have to have you out there at some point, pal. I, I want to. I was uh, I honestly watching. It was very compelling. Uh, great commentary by the boys. Obviously, was, my favorite part was every time there was any kind of fancy golf ball, them just saying how Bruce was rock hard because there was like a Callaway super soft or something out there. I will say a lot of uh, the chrome soft. A, yeah. a lot of people learned a lot about Bruce who probably didn't even know he existed. <laughs> does, does he get very excited for like 
other, like certain types of golf balls or something? Well, he's a golf snob. He became a golf yeah. snob pretty mm-hmm. much pretty quick. He's a coastal elitist, obviously, and he had never golfed. Though. So he came out here <laughs> to Indiana. He started golfing. He caught the bug. And he, Big time. He's playing like 36 Ooh. holes a day. He was yeah. out here all by himself pretty much. On the weekends, he really fell in love. But then he started watching what like actual good golfers do, yep. started kind of making him think that's who he is, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. it, all that shit started kind of compounding. I, don't, I think he has more self-awareness now than he might have, but boy, the boys remember when he was yelling, four on a 400-yard par four, whenever the other people were on the green, they're on tee box. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what Bruce gets, but Bruce a good golfer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bruce, you did great out there, pal. You should feel very good about your golf swing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, you know, the best golf ball, my favorite, around St. Patrick's Day, you get one of those chrome sauce with the three-leaf clover all oh. over it. Those are the best. Bro, you're pegging greens with that oh, thing. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Pegging everything, aren't you? Yeah. Bought $1,000 worth of them because you wanted to have one year-round. Yeah, I love everything about it. Way to go. Hey, Green. Hey, Green. When you see Bruce show up, no, you're fucked. Yeah, right? That's right. what we all Look That's out. what we all know. Divots are coming. Bruce did get buried in that thing. A little yeah, bit. You guys killed him. No, no, he didn't. You could, he, you could just tell he's a passionate golfer and he cares. Well, yeah, he does change his swing up too. We had to bring that up. That's part of Bruce's game. Hey, I'm rebuilding my swing right now, so I have no... Uh, yeah. No worries about that. AJ, I don't know if you saw. You see a swing. It's coming out of the park. Uh, unfortunately, I I can watch anybody swing, and I have no clue what any of it means. So yeah. if, you, if, you cha- if you're going through a swing change, it looks good. Thank good you. Job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Smooth. I feel like it's really working out. Now, I did Dang. think that, that green is tiny. Eight yeah. feet. If you put it on the green, you'd be within eight feet of the hole because it's 16 feet yes. wide. Obviously, it's right in the middle, so eight feet on either side of it. Yeah, you're really... You really got to stick it in there, throw a dart. Pack through a couple. Darty threw a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ty almost put one in on his sixth. This one right here was his sixth attempt. It was beautiful. After commentating for a couple hours. Mm. Ooh. Right there. It was good golf, though. It was heartbreak city. We thought a bunch were going in. They did. Which is golf. Yeah, it's yeah. golf, baby. That's how it works. Every day. All right. Let's do- Here's Brucey. Golfer. Mm. Oh, we swing, man. Beautiful. Here. Agreed. Yeah. Well. Oh. oh. <laughs> Come on. Gumpy wore a yards over the green. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Safety first out there. Gumpy had a full Alabama helmet on while he's out there. No, he didn't. Like hey, that, that is either. fun though. That could be another thing where someone you know I've talked about before. You put like hockey pads on and we just take shots at. Yeah. It for Buddy, sure. the last forty-five minutes. I, mean, I guess it was the whole thing was forty-five minutes. So pretty much from the beginning, it was like. Gump, come on. Yeah. Let's yeah. test that helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Test Move. that helmet. Because we started thinking one goes off the helmet at it. Yes. Oh, oh. my God. What a time. What a sh- what a clip. Yeah. First ever hole in one off if, the helmet. If that was the thing. And then we also set off a chest, too. Yep. If somebody yeah. eats mm-hmm. one. Now, there's probably a lawsuit pending if either of those things take place. But yeah. if the ball goes in, that's a good clip. I mean, that's a good clip. We'd certainly live by. We can't wait to get you out there. Let's start talking about something that's very real and something that you would have information on. You know, we saw the clip a couple weeks ago from the Hard Knocks or maybe from One Jets Drive, the New York Jets yeah. social media Hard Knocks episode, where it was Randall Cobb talking to the wide receivers. And Randall Cobb was basically saying, like, hey, everything's kumbaya right now. But this motherfucker's going to lose his mind. We keep making the mistakes that we're making. Then Aaron was asked about it at a press conference. He had a spiritual narcissist shirt on. Had one of those cool... Yeah, deep v- deep, so cool. deep neckline. Bro, he had, he had this thing. Had that on. He had this thing yeah. literally on at the same time. And he said, you know, as I've gotten older, I've, uh, I'm not really excited to yell at people or chew people out anymore, which right. makes sense as you get older. But I think mm-hmm. what Randall Cobb knew and everybody else knows is like, the reason why you can be at the top of the game for 18 years, why you can be four-time MVP, is because at some point you are one of the most competitive people 
walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is not happy about what the offense looked like on Hard Knocks last night. And I'll tell you what, that kumbaya shit did potentially leave for a matter of <laughs> yes, moments. It did. Here's the clip from Hard Knocks last night of Aaron Rodgers being a great leader to the New York Jets and what an actual NFL practice looks like. You don't really get to see this type of shit with the high end guys. Normally it is documented, but never released because it could come off as a certain way and they're scared to do it. Here's Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, we ain't doing this shit like this anymore in a beautiful fashion. Sunhan, 319. Fucking jumped again. Oh, he totally jumped again. Hey, hold your fucking shit, huh? Why well, we can't have nice things. Here we go, guys. Break the huddle with urgency. 319. 319. <laughs> Mistake in one fucking drive. Yes. My favorite part's coming up. When he's stewing on a knee. When he's on a knee, and then uh, poor number 35 standing there, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Fucking basic at 12 to 14 yards. Like, should I he's pat him on the shoulder or tell him okay? Or it's coming up. Bro, he is boiling. Right, here we go. Here we go. Fucking mistakes in one damn drive. It's fucking unbelievable. Look at everybody. Should we con- concur or what do we do? Fucking what do we say? Three fucking balls in fucking three wrong routes and a fucking false start. Kid. <laughs> Solace kid. Look, 35. Uh, it's okay, Aaron. Won't happen again. What look, are you supposed to do there? Bro, but look at He's just de- stewing right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mad. Bitch. Absolutely. Boiling. Nah, got it. Got it. Can't happen. 17. Step into my opposite. I want to get this back in the offense. Hey, you got a bubble like that? I might just try and throw a little short. It's a nice little sequence here. Look left. Oh, yeah. Somebody over there. The mic didn't go straight back. He pushed through it too high. Through, he's running down the middle. He'll be rolling on the backside. We get too high. Get in there, run right wicket. Went on. If you inside and did that, you could. Oh, corner. If anything happens, then you blow wide open. We need to run the shallow with that. It's better. Shallow lead. If you pass the hash, it's you're one already practice. in the Yeah. And there's somebody else who could be dropping underneath. Then you won't get fucked up. Through's going down the middle, and then we got that. So hey, cool. now let's huddle. Hack, now let's like, huddle. What did you just say? Now right, now hu- hey, Hack. Now relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're back. <laughs> Hey, I, I want to do that all day. I'm going to throw it whenever I can. It's that release, man. Yep. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, nice shot. Way to go. Good job. Good Show off! You love the ball sound effect. Show off! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Look at the aid! Look at the aid! Look how happy he's fucking is too. Yeah. Think about just like 40 minutes ago. Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah, that's fun. Hey, that was fucking good right there. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's hey, Hard Dogs has been incredible. Congrats to NFL Films. Yeah. Good episode. Great and also work. shout out to Aaron for being mic'd up for all this shit. Yeah. And also shout out to the Jets for saying, yep, we'll fucking run it, you mm-hmm. know? Because those types mm-hmm. of moments there with a the quarterback motherfucking the offense happens.
you, if it doesn't happen, you're a little bit worried about the quarterback's leadership and where he's at, or he's too young. So for them to showcase that, and then for it to bounce back on the other side, hey, that's good cinema there, baby. I like this Jets team, AJ. I like this Jets team. <laughs> That's great cinema. We haven't even seen what Dalvin Cook can do when he's injected into this offense as well. So, I mean, there's so much. Yeah, they're riding high right now. They better come out. I hope they come out with a hot start, you know, the first quarter of the season, as they call it, which is not anymore, I guess, with 17, huh? So let's come out the first five games, go 5-0. and That 17th game, I think, is kind of considered a bonus game for everybody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we're still doing a quarter thing. But they got the Buffalo Beals on Monday night. It's going to be difficult. Aaron, though, Randall Cobb, what he was saying, pretty accurate, right? I guess he's been always been a fiery guy in practice. That's how it is. I think it's it, not as much – I wouldn't even say fire. I'd say just he, attention to detail. Like, hey, this if it's 11 yards and you break in, you run exactly 11 yards. Like, that's how all the great quarterbacks are, like that driven type A personality. Everything is here for a reason. This is why we do it. And how you do anything is how you do everything. That old cliche quote. Oh, the little things will take care of the big things. Uh, the, yeah. the whole um, – he said it's pretty basic, 12 to 13 yards. I enjoyed that because that was right at the wide receiver coach is who he was talking to. Yeah. No, he's telling him to run a basic. Yeah. To run a basic. Yeah, but he's – I think he is literally – Oh, yeah, he probably – Those messages were going to hack it. He's not yeah. just oh, talking yeah. to players. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. dropped three oh, no. fucking balls. He's okay, talking that... to Woody. Woody's in the background a couple of times too. He's talking to Woody as well. <laughs> we dropped three fucking balls. Okay, that's players. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We got – Two fucking offset. That's offensive line. Yeah. We're running this bullshit. This guy's gonna, that's the hack it. <laughs> yep. We're running a basic at 12. That's the wide receiver. It's like everybody in there is getting a message like, okay, all right. Yeah. We all need to uh, tighten up a little bit. I love watching it, honestly. And when you break it down, bro, it's, it's, it's so simple to me watching because I've played so long. But for the younger guys, this is going to make them play so much faster. When he was explaining on that cover two route, hey, the fucking Miller linebacker is running the scene. So run the basic and bend it in so you could be wide open. Like little things like that is telling the receivers, all right, I know what the play call is, but in cover two, don't run going if it's not there because it's cover two. I think that's going to go a long way. And the way they adjust it real quick, he said, hey, no more no more quick. We're hulling up so I can tell y'all last what to do. I like the fact, too, that he said, like, hey, you get fucked up, you do this, too. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's go ahead and try to beat some stuff here that we don't need to see coming. It's like he also started whenever he said, uh, now we'll huddle. It's like, okay, we just witnessed – yeah. I think now I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I assume Aaron is saying a lot in these offensive meetings. I assume Aaron is doing a lot of dictation about things. But there is the first time we're seeing what it's probably going to look like in a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where it's going to be like, what do you want? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you see, I, you see when they showed clips from the actual game, and I love seeing the footage from NFL films on games when they're mic'd up because just you're you're on the field, so it's so much faster. It feels more real. Watch him, like, walk to the line. I just want to use it as an example to other kids or even other quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, the command he has in the offense. When he kind of moseys to the center and he just looks like – and he just eyeballing the defense. Like That has a huge impact on everybody. Not only his own team, but the defense feels that as well. Well, that was the whole – you're not yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back you know, up. That guy's right. got to yeah. come there, by the way, right? That guy – at that stage. I mean, you can't – if if he's not supposed to and all of a sudden he gets jammed up in the B-gap and they just dump it right over him, like, <laughs> yeah, still, either not. way, he's screwed. Yeah, but it would be hilarious if in the meeting, what what are you doing? <laughs> just wait. They got a mic yes. up clip coming. <laughs> you hear him. <laughs> he literally – I mean, what do you he, want he me to do? He challenged me, Coach. I, I, tr- I didn't <laughs> want to be wrong. He questioned my integrity, what you, he said I was a dumbass. Literally said it to everybody, to me, to the team. Yeah. To you. Get the fuck out of here, he basically said. What if you'd have yelled? What if the linebacker would have yelled? No, the safety's supposed to show down over top, so you don't you don't know this no, going on, right? No, I'm not going back. I am coming. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. And then practice stops. Aaron goes to the D coordinator. 
Is this guy coming or yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Get the fuck off the field. Show a little respect, bro. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who you are. I don't even know who you are. That was a late hit for a preseason it game. It was. That was a very late. And I don't necessarily love that Aaron has to be the guy that's headbutting and pushing people, especially <laughs> six foot five guys. Yeah, big dude. Big who, who are just dogs out there. But I know his teammates watched that. And watched, I bet you Salah showed the film with a laser pointer and said, this is his 18th year. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're paying this guy whatever. Why is he the one doing this? But also, this is what everybody needs yeah. to be like on our offensive side of the ball. That was cool to see. And obviously, Aaron definitely knows who Jihad Ward is, yeah. you know? And on the flip mm-hmm. side, Aaron did tell him, like, hey, you know the money you're making? You're fucking welcome, pal, okay? <laughs> Me and a couple other guys pretty much have taken this league to where it is. You can have a little bit of respect. That was late. I mean, that was oh, late yeah. for a preseason game. Immediate pushback, by the way. AJ. It was like he wasn't paying. If you heard Aaron, he even said five steps. Like it was like he took five steps after he threw it. And he didn't. It's almost like the, he didn't see him. And then at the last second, he kind of threw his forearm up at him a little bit. Yeah, I appreciated it from both parties. Mm-hmm. I like whenever yeah. people talk shit. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. Yep. And, and I assume Aaron afterwards talked to this guy. I assume they have chatted since then because it's a great internet viral clip. But I've been told by Bruce that Jihad is basically an extension of Wink. He came from Baltimore. I think he had some mm. time in Indianapolis, but he is like beloved mm. by their defense over there. One of the leaders, I think, of the Giants defense. Um, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a rotational piece on the D-line, but Wink has come out and said that as long as Giad Ward is playing, he will be playing for, for Wink Mar- Marndale if he can make it happen. And when he retires, uh, he'll be a coach with him as well. How do you feel about it, the offensive lineman not being there for that? Now, they're looking down the field, obviously. They didn't see it, you know. Like, well, it happened after that touchdown pass. It happened twice, right? The guy bumped him early, and then on the touchdown pass, he kind of hit him again. That's when Aaron came back at him. And so maybe – was it Makai that got in there? Was it? I think it was McGovern got in there. In. I think Beckton yeah. did, yeah. Uh, and I want to say one of the tight ends. I love that. That's good football. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it will. Oh yeah. I, I enjoy that stuff, man. I, I re- and I like that. Eighteen years in, normally super kumbaya. And, every, and Aaron, you know, he gets a lot of respect from a lot of people. Like when fights happen. You saw it on Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. He'll get in there and be like, ah, and yeah. like the other team is like, all right, that's Aaron Rodgers, like. We're not going to fight him. After, during games, you know, he'll do something. Somebody Mm -hmm. will tackle him. There's a laugh normally because it's like Aaron fucking Rodgers is there. So I like the jihad was like, I don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. I really do. I we're so close to football. Yeah, I know. So close. So close to football. <laughs> NFL football. It is the best. And even like the college is a great taste. But it, it's almost like when Brady went to Tampa. Like we're seeing what that effect has on an entire organization with Hard Knocks. Like you mentioned, like when Tom Brady's there, you're gonna have more. You're gonna take more reps. You're gonna help. You know, do the small things more. And even the coaches have to raise their game. Like you actually, we're getting like a front row seat. To exactly what happened in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, with the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's cool to see. And him, you know, not motherfucking the coaches, but saying things that are clearly directed to them. Like, hey, I know I'm, you know, a player on this team and you're a coach on this team, but you're fucking up. And I, I can tell you that. I don't know how. Okay, if we go back a couple years, and I don't want to do this because we like looking forward. Spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip. That's right. We get it. Now, did they go to the moon ever? Absolutely, they did. But right. we don't need to get into that right now. Have that on tape. What's that? There's footage. Moon landing. You've seen the footage? Yeah. I've seen the footage. Have you seen? Damn right. Goddamn right. I watch the footage every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Midnight right before you go to bed? That's right. <laughs> I got sweats on? Good. I'm going to need them. Exactly. Need a little bit of flexibility <laughs> down here. I'm watching fucking moon landing. Bingo. Boom. <laughs> All right. I respect that. And I don't want to go back in time, AJ, but how, how did he survive? If that's what he's always been like, which is like, you know, 
Very similar to Peyton there. That's what Peyton... Yeah. How did he have no say over anything? How did that even happen at Green Bay? I assume he was losing his fucking mind. <sighs> yeah. If that, you know what I mean? Like, if he's that yeah. attention to detail... I'm quite sure. He, he, was probably, he probably lost his mind when the GM left. When uh, when Goodkins came in? Yeah. yeah. He's put over that guy a little Ted bit, right? Ted Thompson, yeah. He's put him over. He's yeah. talked good about him. But that's what I'm, like, watching. Because, obviously, he told Hack uh, a couple episodes ago... <laughs> Yeah, maybe we don't run that play from that setup. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and Hack and he are very tight, clearly. And Hack is like, yes, more information out of you, the easier my life gets. Mm-hmm. And Salah's like basically D coordinator. Yeah. Aaron's pretty much offense coordinator. Yep. And then when they're making those cuts, I think if Aaron wants a guy on the team, I feel like the Jets are going to be like, okay, you're on the team. How is that not the case in Green Bay with the type of human he is? How is that? How did that work yeah. at all? I don't know. I mean, he was he was definitely involved, like football wise, on the field. He's always talking to everybody and and doing things offensively. He and McCarthy, I think, had a great relationship when it came to that. But as far as all the front office stuff or everything else off the field, I don't know, man. I really don't. You can see how he don't would know go how it crazy. All out. Yeah. yeah, with the way. Yeah. you know what I mean. You can see how he would go because humans like that, you know, don't mind the extra responsibility of like. Yeah making things how they mm-hmm. think would work. They, it's like a fulfilling feeling, too, I assume, that he's getting from the Jets right now. Like being yes. able to, yeah, like, a f- oh, you respect my brain. Thank you. Yeah, oh. first bout Hall of Famer. Thank you. Okay, played pretty good football. I have a pretty fucking big brain. You know what I mean? I understand what this offense is supposed to look like. He knows that offense just as good as Hackett who grew up in the system, right? I mean, this is basically yeah. his offense that he's running since he's run, since he's the West Coast offense. It's a beautiful offense is what he says. Mm-hmm. So I love how it's all kind of going. That's a tough division. Though. Yeah, that is a very- tough division over there, and I think that's a reality that we're going to be staring down, and Jets fans are kind of facing right now as well. Well, and the biggest thing with the Packers, too, it wasn't just like not having the say necessarily. It was like when he would publicly go out on a limb for a guy and like talk about how he loved Jake Kumaro, and then the Packers release him and the Bills pick him up right after that. Like, it, I don't know if it was necessarily like, hey, I want this guy, and then they go their separate ways. It was like he would publicly say he liked a guy, and then they, they kind of made him look like an idiot. It's like, well, we don't think he's good enough, so we're going to cut his ass. Whereas, like, there was plenty of examples of, <laughs> of guys coming up who, whether they were undrafted or whatever, like Rodgers turned them into great players for the Packers. So it was just, like, little weird shit like that where they would they would almost, like, publicly be like, all right, well, we're just going to take an opposite stance because he took this stance. So, and that's because there isn't a conversation happening behind closed doors. Like, Peyton never had to come out and say, like, yeah, Dallas Clark is going to be – on our team. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like he never had to publicly say that. Right. Because Bill Polian's like, hey, who do you want yeah, right. to be a part of this whole thing? You know, like that's the relationship. So whenever I heard that that wasn't the case with Aaron, I was very surprised, but I, I guess it's just how it is. Josh Allen said, Bean will ask me for my thoughts early. We got a chance to chat with him. He's healthy. Hey, mm-hmm. he's fit. He's very fit right now. Great jawline on that. Oh, yeah. Great jawline yeah. on Josh right now. I tell you what, I think they're in a good position. I really do. Last we, we mentioned last year, we we're talking about the Bills winning every game, winning the Super Bowl. Now they're kind of flying under the radar. They can, uh, I'm sure they're sitting there and they're in their facility though. They still feel pretty good about where they're at. Stephon Diggs being named captain. Josh broke that news here earlier. Said, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that he was just named captain. That's awesome. Oh yeah, that's big. That shows that the respect he have in the locker room because you know as players we vote for the captains on the team the coaches have a little say so but yeah that's big and we pick those guys when you pick captains not by names you pick them by what they work and and they work at it so i think that's pretty that mean they all on the same page too yeah and we will assume that mcdermott and bean run a clean democratic process (laughs) of course election yeah we will no bull 
You know, because no there, election fraud there. Yeah, because there has been. I mean, I know the real world is talking about that. <laughs> There's some lawsuits and people are in jail. Yeah. Of course, mugshots going crazy. Mm-hmm. Going off. <laughs> Greatest way to rejoin anything in the history of anything. Never surrender. <laughs> well, you're in jail, Peter. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. We get it, but also. But anyways, that's because of an election thing. Uh NFL coaches and GMs have been cooking elections for a long time. What? Yep. All right, everybody vote. Don't tell anybody what you voted, though. Need that to be very secret. You take this vote to death. Don't tell anybody who you voted for. Then you turn it in, and all of a sudden, like, a young guy who got drafted in the first round, everybody on the team hates, but somehow, you know, the GM wants this person. Hey, Cap, you guys voted. Got a lot of wow. votes. You guys voted. And then all of a sudden, everybody, who the fuck? You voted? No, I didn't. Did you? I did. No. Who voted for this fucking guy? No, nobody None of did. us. Oh, it's oh, a fake. It's okay. a fake. It's elections rigged. Yeah. It's, DM pick. How many write in ballots were sent in? <laughs> and who, how much were they worth? You know, that's uh, so Stefan Diggs winning it. I think McDermott wouldn't have just been like, you know what, going to put it on, yeah. Sh- yeah. on Stefan Diggs. That's a big deal for we, me, especially with where they were just a few months ago. We know if it's ago. a Giants situation, because I saw the Giants announce their captains, and I think they have 12 of them. So yeah. is it a situation where the Bills also have 12 to 14? And he's, That's so many captains. That's yeah, a lot. For shoot, not, not exactly. Like, Tony isn't exaggerating, because there was a little maybe voice in there. They actually have 10 captains. So if you have 10 captains, do you have Never any captains? Boom. First thought. That's a good question. Just like two quarterbacks. You got 10? You don't have a quarterback. You know how... Um, you know how we said we have some breaking news out of Ohio State? Yep. Yeah. Did you hear about it, AJ? Did you hear about it? What's that? The Ohio State Buckeyes mm-hmm. have named their new starting quarterback. Whoa. Following in the footsteps of C.J. Stroud yep. and Justin Fields. Yep. Is a man who was in a heated battle with another stud. Tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the starting quarterback for your Ohio State Buckeyes, Kyle McCord. Yeah. Wow. Congrats, Kyle. Let's go, Kyle. Let's go, Kyle. Now, everybody we've talked to has basically said this is a fluid situation, right? Oh. Yeah, this is a – anytime you name a starter who is in a very serious camp battle, I think the other person is being told, Allen is the name of the other guy? Brown. Brown. Evan Brown. Brown, There it is. Anytime you're in that type of competition battle, you know, you're going to think like, well, if game one, first half doesn't go great, maybe you put the other guy in. What are you hearing in Ohio State? Everybody pumped about McCord? Yeah, people are. People are – they've just been – People here are pretty anxious. They wanted him to name a starter by now. But I think Ryan Day even said, I was reading where he said, like, yeah, they both deserve to play. Kyle McCord's going to be the starter, but it's not going to be like, hey, I don't want these guys looking over their shoulder and think they're going to get benched if they go three and out. It sounds like they're going to get a chance, but Devin Brown's going to play. So there's obviously packages and times that he will go in. Man, the Ohio State Buckeye quarterback is a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's yeah. Tough. You think if you're starting, you got to, all right, well, I better throw about four touchdowns this first half or I may not be the starter. <laughs> yeah. like, you got Marvin Harrison tough. Jr. out there. And who's that freshman they have that they said that is lighting it up as wide receiver oh, as well? Oh, man. Now like, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Marvin Tate. said he's better than he was yeah. this time. Tate. Yeah. Tate. He went Hard to out. IMG uh, last yeah. year. He's like the Julian stud. Yeah. And Emeka Vuka. Yeah, stud. running back, unbelievable. Yeah, so like, hey, pal. This is just like the Jalen Hurts situation in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Now, the Jalen Hurts situation in Philadelphia worked. Where going into last season, they were like, hey, the team is built to go win. You either are going to play good or we're going to get a new quarterback. Like that's how, And then Jalen goes on to earn yeah. $200-some million, goes to the Super Bowl, becomes MVP caliber player. It's like that's what we've learned about Jalen Hurts. Will McCord do the same thing in Ohio State? Other quarterback battles that are still looming, Alabama. 
Alabama Ooh. has not named their starting quarterback yet. Excited to hear who Nick Saban thinks should be leading the Crimson Tide rolling forward. Well, yeah, he, didn't, he didn't release a uh, People depth, are chart, pissed. depth chart because that uh, causes confusion and a little bit of a riff in the locker room. Yeah, I do appreciate the fact that Saban said, yeah, I, all right, I've, I've done every year we've announced a start. All right, but this year I was told, like, maybe not because then people start picking sides. And, mm-hmm. You know, we don't need Messy. that. We don't need that right now. We need to keep building this team together. You know, we had a bad year last year. We didn't win a national championship. That's what that means for Alabama. So we're going to let these people wait and figure it out till the very end. They kind of got to figure it out faster, though, because Ohio State's got like three games figured out before they go to Notre Dame. Alabama's got Texas week two. Yeah, that's a big game. We're going to be down there, by the way. Remember, September 8th, Friday in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We will be live from campus. We do not know if game day will be there. This is not an announcement of College Game Day, which is obviously a staple and an institution of college football. Although Kirk Herbstreet, one of the faces of college football for the last three decades, said, probably a pretty good chance Mm -hmm. game day is going to be at Texas, Alabama. And if that's the case, it'll be Friday. We'll be live noon to 3 Eastern, 11 a.m. local, with hopefully some people behind us. Uh, We got some big-time surprises. Oh, yeah. 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 Get ready. (laughs) Couple tasty treats. Tasty. Hmm. AJ, these are the types of things that, like, you know. Guy Fury? Oh. You Maybe. Who knows? Is he making yeah. his famous pizzas? Is he bringing his rig and making us pizzas? Let me raise as long it. as he has a donkey sauce. He is a big Bama fan, right? Guy Fieri. I think he's a fan yeah. of whoever. He's a UNLV fan. <laughs> oh, he's a fan of the Raiders, too, I think. Yeah, Raiders. I think he likes Texas, actually. Vegas. And he likes grocery games. He's, mm-hmm. he yeah, loves food, grocery games. Cruise ships. He, Guy Fieri has a cruise ship? No, he loves them, though. He's got his food on every single one of them. It's, it's on Carnival Cruise. It's actually uh, the burgers are donkey and gangster. Really? Boom. <laughs> he has all of his gangster stuff on Carnival Cruise. That's all. Awesome. There you have it. Could you imagine just being stuck at sea for seven days? Well, I guess getting to be at sea is how these cruise people view it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting to be at sea for seven days, and you just lay out by the pool, and who's right next to you? Donkey sauce. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All day. Oh, my God. Always right. there. I get this for the next six days? Holy Pouring shit. Pouring shots of donkey it's, sauce into people's <laughs> mouths. It's actually right next to the pools. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it, like, nice. literally, you could go to the pool yes. like two feet away. Try this burgers? is real. Burger <laughs> bar. Real? Try my burgers. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very Find real. Me face down in the pool. Yeah, for me, in too many. Nick, you know, that's because of how you're dressed right now. You got a, you got a chance to see yourself. <laughs> I thought Nick's got tights on today. Well, yeah, I was getting work oh, in the hawk house this morning. He did look awesome. He he had a full Adidas fit on today. Sweet. He looked amazing. Honestly, when he walked out there accessorizing the way yeah. he did mm-hmm. on that <laughs> tee box, I thought there was a hundred percent chance that ball was going right in that fucking hole. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm. He got good late. Yeah, he did. He did. AJ, you, you would hit that in, huh? Don't you think? Uh, man, the more I watch you guys, I'm like that green seems tiny. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I feel good with my wedges, but it'd be it'd be a tough shot. As somebody who you know ultimately had to pull the trigger on the greens, I think I overestimated the size of those <laughs> greens. You know, I, I think we probably should put those a little closer to the tee box, made those a little bit easier because the first time I stepped on that tee box and I looked out at those greens, I go, "Those are the smallest greens in the world." Yeah. Those are. It's going to make you better. Make you better, though. Yeah. You hit that thing. You're within eight feet if you put it on and you gotta, the green. You probably got to bring it. Well, oh, yeah, you bring if you it bring down. it in high and you land it, is it going to bounce off? Probably. Yeah. 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 Need more sand. Well, until we trade it, right? Yeah. yeah we just, Russ Green needs to put some fucking sand over yeah, there. Celebrity mm-hmm. Green. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Russ. There's Russ Green and then there's the mower guy, right? Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike's Mike 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 Which, by the way, Mike, it's not just Mike. <laughs> Mike's wife also a massive piece. Yep. Really? Diana. Mike, Diana. There she is. She's a stallion. Diane. She'll get there. Diana. Yeah, well, I call her Die. 
Sure. Yeah, of course. Right. For sure. <laughs> yep. Been around a long time. All right, let's talk about some other news. Uh, there's a punter for the New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. out of the U, and we've obviously heard his story whenever he went to Miami. One of the coolest looking fucking humans yes. on yeah. earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, used to run a tattoo shop in Bali. What a story. Okay? Was an Aussie Rose football player, I assume, growing up. Was in the blue-collar jobs. And then he went over to Miami, found a scholarship uh, through a kicking camp, I believe, through the Aussie Kicking Academy or whatever. Now he makes the Saints. 30-year-old rookie who looks like this. I'm pulling for him. I've got a chance to chat with him a few times. Seems like an incredibly cool guy. And if you look at the Saints, new punter. New kicker. Will Lutz was just traded yesterday to the Broncos, back to Sean Payton. So that's a young department of special teams. If they go on a run in the NFC South, which we're all kind of expecting at this stage, their special teams are going to have to be good whenever it happens. I think this guy will be able to handle it because everything he's been through. And I think old Blake Group from Notre Dame will be able to handle it as well. I'm pumped for these new guys, not necessarily young guys, down in New Orleans, AJ. But this is a beautiful story. It's awesome. A 30-year-old punter. He looks like this. I'm looking at that tat on his right quad slash hamstring. What is that? Is that like old-school football guy? Uh, I'm not sure. Look at that. Is that like Bart Starr throwing a pass? I believe it's that uh, famous painting where um, uh, the guy throws the flowers. Oh, you're right. That's like a Banksy. Oh, it's a Banksy one. Yeah, I believe it's the Banksy. Oh, yeah. Banksy. Oh, I thought it was a football. Yeah, because he's got a mask. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a Banksy, right? Probably, probably did it himself. Got though. a born to be wild dad, which is sweet. Born to be wild. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You are wild. This guy's wild. He's wild, wild, brother. This guy's got wild life. Good cleats though. I like the blacks, all blacks there. Need a jersey. Well, he's training. Well, hopefully, no, no, no. I mean, myself. You're going to get a Headley jersey? I think I might. Dewey? Dwayne Johnson's getting one as well. I'll probably wait for Bryce Berenger. He's the second best rookie punter. Is that Dwayne's guy? Uh, Dwayne, the U, obviously. He learned of his story and he appreciated him and said, uh, I appreciate Much more. Yeah, much more. Make a movie out of him. 30 years old, you know. I was retired by then. Eight years. Ooh, that's a long journey. How long was he at Miami? Uh, Four? At least a few, yeah. He's yeah. had a long time, probably three different coaches. You remember him a long junior time. college, I know, in San Francisco before he went to Miami. Keep going, bub. Wow. Keep fucking yeah, going. Beast. Proud of you, Lou. Love Way to do. go, Lou. Love now, Lou, uh, rookie punter in the NFL, he knows this. You're about four strengths away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at any, any given time, that's just how it is. That's the business. Go back to Bali. It's no... I'm just saying, if he has four shanks, that's what Dennis no, Allen's going to tell He's him. a scaffolder, too. Take he your can ass scaffold back. if he needs to. He gifted his tattoo yep. shop to his understudy. He wouldn't go back and take it back. Well, does that guy pump balls, too? Because he's probably following him. Now, I've heard the Bali tattoo artists have cannons. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's just <laughs> He could also be a it's judge on Ink Master. Yeah, well, yeah. he does have sick ink. I, he could probably just get back into tattooing on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. he but does it old school, too. What's that? With, like, the the rock and the like little hammer. No, he, he doesn't use a gun. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what the uh, that's what he got that Banksy that traditional Bali tattoo. Okay, hammer and nail, yeah. jail style. Mm-hmm. Born a wee while. No, kind of. Where's he from originally? Australia, yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know the city. Looks like a Brisbane. Fellow. Geelong, maybe. To be clear, only city that came to my mind from mm-hmm. Australia. But Makes I, sense. I hope the brain was just right there. I don't know where he's from. Maybe that, Melbourne. Doesn't Melbourne. look like a Sydney. Melbourne. Guy. Melbourne. Maybe Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Is he calling Gold me? Coast? Yeah, it might be a Collingwood. He oh, might be a magpie. Is he a magpie? He's what? from Mandora. See, never would have got that. No. But I do sh- shout out Mandora, Australia. 
That's not six four two twenty. He's a big lad. Big lad. He's a big lad. Those Aussie rules football players. Oh, what a sport right next to Perth. Oh, Perth. Okay. Oh, he's the son of Perth. That's West, right? Western Australia. Yeah, very the very 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 West and South. I only remember that because the magpies had to make a trip out to Western Australia. Yeah, never easy. Tough never. road trip for them. Yeah, especially with all the animals. They get. They got kangaroos over there who they really, mm-hmm. you know B- what I mean? Big spiders. Big snakes. Big penises. That's right. Whoa. Kareem Hunt has. Who? Bought- Who? What's that, buddy? The native no. Australians. Yeah, the, per- the Perth boys. Yeah. The boys of Perth, they all okay. are hung like You said snakes, snakes and penises. You confused me. I didn't think they had them. Penises? Well, on a plane. On a plane. Yep. That was a good movie. Sam Jackson. Mm. Great movie. I didn't watch it. I hate snakes and don't like bad things happening on a plane, yeah. so I didn't want to bring that one into my life. Smart. Oh, it well, it's, it's not exactly realistic, but it's a good, no, it's a good flick. It's I hate snakes movie. as well. It scares me. So what movies are realistic, uh, you think, in yeah. that vein that you enjoy? Did you see uh, Did you see Stephen A. Smith and Dan Orlovsky with Denzel Washington? No. They, wait, Denzel was on the set? No. no. Dan was on Denzel's yeah, set. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky acting alongside Stephen A. Smith, Denzel Washington, one scene. That happened. Was this a movie or is this for a commercial? Yeah, cinema. Come on. I think it's actually a scene from the movie. Yeah. So cool. Anything they're in is a movie. Okay. Are they recreating some of the scenes like uh, Denzel and Ethan Hawke from Training Day? No, it's Equalizer. I don't think they're having him trip on... Uh, any PCP or no. anything like that. But they, you like to get wet, it was him and Stephen A. talking about uh, being, he was being a picky eater. Mm-hmm. And Stephen A. said he was sick of this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of this guy. And they pointed at Denzel. And then he was like, hey, you see what this guy's doing? And Denzel was going to kill him. Yep. Denzel was going to kill Dan Orlovsky. Mm-hmm. And then Dan Orlovsky got up and left. And then Stephen A. said, you can't run from me. ain't the back of an end zone. Oh, Big pop. yeah. Big pop. <laughs> Very good. Big pop out of me. But Dan made a great acting good debut. Pop. This is it. I don't know if we're allowed to play it. Oof. I yeah, would assume we're not allowed Was this from a movie? Yes, Equalizer 3. Come on. Dan Orlovsky, IMBD, Equalizer 3. Boom. That's awesome. Good for him. I didn't know. Why didn't anyone tell me? Bro, look how good he looks. Look at this face he's making. That's where the acting is. It's in yeah. the eyes. Unbelievable. Oh, look at his good. fucking eyes. Terrified. Are you, Te- terrified. I'm scared to death. He looks I'm terrified. terrified. Seeing them, if he was looking at me. No, he looks like he's questioning what's going on. Yeah. I mean, he looks like what's Jerry going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's Denzel? Yeah, let's call Dan. Let's see. Let's see if yeah, he's ready, like he ready to get up out of there. Yeah, Stephen A is about to talk some real shit there. You can see him. Well, you can see mm-hmm. him in the middle of. Well, you know what I mean? About to break it down. Mm-hmm. This guy right here looks like he's an Ozzy Rose football player. Yeah, he does. He's cool yeah, tattoos. Does. Yeah. Yep. Those rings, classic henchmen. Why are Dan and Stephen A in this restaurant? They clearly stick out. There's Denzel. There's this table. You got to know that as soon as you walk in. We, when did they film this? Was that? Hmm? When did they film this? Dan uh, didn't tell us. When what Stephen did? A was on vacation, Orlovsky flew out. Who wrote this? Just, uh, I think what's, good question. what's his name? Denzel. Or, or AI, I was going to say, are they scrubs for acting? Scabs? Scabs? Are they scabs for acting? Scrubs? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Did they do this during the strike? I, who wrote it? Orlovsky didn't even answer now. This guy's IMBD oh, is yeah. right. God. Rappaport gets a show at the same exact time as us. Mm. Dan Orlovsky now is acting with Denzel Washington. Won't answer the calls. Man. This is our life now. That's awesome. Ridiculous. I thought we were the sellouts. Yeah. Oh. Are you for Whoa. sure they were the same room with Denzel? Gump, were you, were you catching some ricochet shots up there in Canada as I was getting my <laughs> shins bashed in by our people? Of course, naturally. I love that. Naturally. I got ricochet shots for Gumpy, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. You guys are leaving, so I guess I'm never going to see Gumpy again or his little kid. Oh, 
You were you're too worried about sell- who's his little kid? Oh, why don't you guys ever talk <laughs> about Gumpy leaving his kid oh. at home? Yeah, Gumpy leaving his boy and his family up yep. in Canada. Oh, Come on, oh, there's, there's a little lad up there? That's what I've been told. I abandoned a uh, wife and, and child to be back here. Well, we do know oh, that you are a single male, have <laughs> been for multiple years, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which is, I think, good for all parties. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. For all parties. But you did abbandon your young boy. There's a little lad up there you procreated? <laughs> That's what boy. I've been told. Baby Bubba. What'd you do? These are real. We can come. People are tweeting that. Yeah, that's fucking a baby. I think with the way the laws are, you send him into America. Yeah. We should have just thrown him over the border. Yeah. Oh. Because then, boom, and you're yep. in. We're I in. I, don't, I think that, that is the case. Probably would have made everything a lot easier. Yeah, it would have been easier to write a little letter for you <laughs> that you're a father of a little lad. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Anyways, great to have you here, Gump. Baby yes. Gump. Hell yeah. Thank you to everybody that just sawed us down, and we appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll stick with us. Uh, we debut on ESPN September 7th. A lot of things happening. I want to let you know we're currently in a, a phase of, hey, got to make every decision right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun. <laughs> I'm sure it is. A couple things you got to deal with, huh? A couple yeah. different people. couple. I mean, I signed up with it. But it's like, um, you know, wanted to do this to make life easier. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Get a little help. Mm-hmm. So we like to get a little help. You know, we're the only show, really, that was competing against these behemoths who had like, Billions, if not trillions of dollars behind them with an entire army of lawyers and this and production and roadies and every, like everything you need pretty much. The show. We were somehow ending up competing with these people, which is an incredible honor, uh, thrill, all those things. But also you run into some things through the year where it's like, boy, this would be much easier <laughs> if I didn't have to fucking deal with Brett Favre right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boy, this would be much easier if I didn't have to deal with the NFL saying, you can't use our graphics, but you can use our videos. It'd be a lot easier if I didn't have to deal alongside ZD Baby and anybody else that knows anybody with booking somebody every fucking morning. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll go to a network. We'll do this whole thing. Now we're at the stage where we've been very thankful with what how ESPN has treated us since we've made the deal. But there's this layer of people at ESPN right about here, you know. There's people here we good with. Yep. <laughs> we real good with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's people here mm. just at every department that have, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I fully, well, d- can't just say immediately, doesn't matter if you under, does, but because, you know, have to establish a working relationship with all these people. But we're talking to some dinosaurs in a few different departments. And boy, I'm about done with that. I'm excited. Uh I'm excited for this to kind of be over with. The amount of Zooms that I've sat in where I don't want to say my blood starts boiling, Mm -hmm. but it, it really... I mean, why am I talking? So much wasted time in there in Zoom. Like someone just goes on and on. Like, all right, what do we... Like, this could be... We're... we're, This is so inefficient. Yeah, but also, like, if... I'm not in there. The decision that's going to get made about whatever is going to be made by those people. So, oh yeah, yeah, I know you have to be. That's what sucks that you have to be there because things like that are there's big decisions being made. But it's like this could just expedite the process, man. But the good news is, in every single department, we've met allies and we have allies. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just picking through all the. Well, actually, and then it's like, all right, here we fucking go. Here's a 35-minute conversation about how that's not real, what you're mm-hmm. saying right there, and uh, here we go. But everybody wants to win in the end, which is good news. That's what matters. That's yeah. all that matters. Everybody wants to win. Some people, I think, are actively working against ESPN currently, but most people 
want to win, mm-hmm. which is is good news for the future. But I'm excited for September 7th to come. Oh, yeah. When we launch, because yep. all these decisions have to be made by then. And there's no hypothesizing of potential issues that we got to yeah. beat about, you know? Well, what happens if? It's like, is that going to happen? You never know. Could. It's like, all right, well, I appreciate the fact that your job is to spend all day thinking of ways that this will get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate yeah. the fact that we have to talk about a, a hypothetical that could potentially take place. This is like whenever somebody has a dream about somebody and they carry the dream into real life <laughs> about <laughs> what is happening. That's kind of a lot of these conversations that are taking place. Well, what happens when blah, blah, blah? It's like, is that going to happen? Could. So, all right. Got to okay. think about it. Uh, here we yes, go. We will. So I appreciate everybody. I do. Some of them I don't, and they know it. The people, I'm excited to get out of this seat, too. The one that I have to be the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the bearer of bad news every time. Every time. Yeah. Not, not doing that. <laughs> Can't, nah. Nope. That's not how it's going to go. This guy's a fucking asshole. Probably the people on the other side are saying that. But this is what you got to do. Yeah. This is what you have to do to get anything done, it feels like. And I'm excited to launch on September 7th. I'm thankful for the people that are in actual important positions mm-hmm. for having the faith in us. Yeah. And then September 8th, we're in Tuscaloosa. September 11th, the Jets and the Bills play on Ooh. in New York. I mean, let's go. go. It's about to be a hell of a start here, pal. It's mm-hmm. about to be a hell of a start. Yep. Obviously, college game days this weekend. We're live in Charlotte for the Carolina Bowl. North Carolina takes on South Kakalaka. That should be a blast. We'll be live on Monday and Tuesday of next week. Wednesday, no show because it's the final check of everything. People love checks. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. The amount of checks. Double, uh, we need to have some rehearsals, too. We need to have multiple rehearsals. Oh, buddy. I mean, those things have been pitched numerous times, and that the hilarious, nah. Nah. What are we talking about? Can't do it. Sorry. That'd be awesome. We, Can you imagine if we had to, if we tried a rehearsal? Bro, imagine being on the other side, okay? These people have been doing something the same exact way for 30 years. Yes. And they got me in a tank top and a Zoom going, nah, not even thinking about doing that. Nope. They just, their, their mind just has to absolutely get blown. <laughs> but then they, a lot of them have kind of come around. But there's still some people actively working against us, and I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I will fuck <laughs> And I will you. remember it. Okay? I will remember it. So we're off on Wednesday so we can get one final check on the connection. We have – I'm not even going to get into it. We have four internet fibers coming into this building now. It's absurd. Four of them. We could launch a Pretty SpaceX cool. rocket from the backyard. Mm-hmm. Zito just said there's one more coming on the way. Too. There okay. you go. Six. So I appreciate that. All redundancy, like in case they go out? What is that? Yeah, well, ours has a double redundancy, and then theirs is going to have a triple redundancy. Which, once again, we Good. appreciate immensely that that is how you're thinking. But by doing so, it feels like you're potentially wasting a lot of time and energy. It's not ours. It's theirs. <laughs> right. But just doesn't yeah. feel like it's an efficient move, but I appreciate it. So, for instance, we have one company, two fibers in here, different sides of the building. Hmm. That's with two companies we have that. So two companies, we have four fibers coming in here. And then we just added another company that I didn't even know had service here into this building. And I'm sure it'll just all work out. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, no problem. Yeah. I'm assuming that they'll just – and then Zito, Zito just said a little bit more elaboration here. One company has two fibers going into the same exact spot. Oh. So, so same company, same fiber going into the exact same spot. So if this one doesn't work – I don't know. I didn't. I didn't start the internet like Al Gore. Sure. Think this one's probably safe to assume not going to work either. Yeah. But we got it there, you know, just in case we need it. So 
I do appreciate <laughs> Just in case. Just in case we need it. So then we're back first day, Thursday. I think we have a massive guest on that Thursday. Just one of them. Who knows who else we'll have. But we're trying to really swing for the fences on that day. I don't even want to put it out publicly to put a little public pressure because mm-hmm. it's not been confirmed. Mm-hmm. But it's a big name. This yeah. would be the largest guest we have. What and realm What realm of the world or what sphere? Football. Okay. And we don't want to mm-hmm. say don't do it either because any time that we have said, like, this person's going to be on this day, they don't come on. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, even with, like, Rappaport, who's a, who used to be a regular. Exactly. Guy we used to know. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody. You didn't have to start a Then we're live in Tuscaloosa. Then game day in Tuscaloosa, hopefully, we assume. Yeah, fingers crossed. And then we got simulcast on Saturday night, and then we got the first NFL Sunday. Oh, baby. How about that? Let's go. Touchdown parlays. Billy Walters, yeah. you're a fool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I heard what Billy said, but uh, I'm not going to listen to him in that aspect, and I also have to, you know, check out the book. There's a chance. Yeah, we're about to check out the book. Hey, we didn't check out the book yet. We will dive into the book, I assume, at some point, and I think Tone has started reading the book. He's in the book. I've highlighted chapters, yeah. <laughs> Tone has read the book because it's his profession, but I pitched to Billy Walters, how about a pick each week? And he immediately said, I don't think so. In the... <laughs> We've got a follow-up, maybe. Well, oh, now really? you mention it. Maybe. Okay, we might get Bill. a Billy Walters fucking Lolita play of the week. Could you yeah. imagine if we get a Takate, oh. Lakate from oh. Billy Walters? Yeah, it's happening potentially. Please. That's why you are who you are. That's why you got to send out a little, you know, that's why the wild request asking for Waddle, it's like, wild? What's so fucking wild about asking Just for Waddle? Just What is the worst say, no? Bingo, yeah. Wild would be, we want Vic Fangio, Tyree Kill, and we'd like Tua to back up Anthony Richardson. <laughs> yeah. That would be a wild request. But, you know, let's get to a break. We're back on the other side. I mean, I cannot I cannot handle, okay, it. Yeah, all I hear you. It. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I cannot handle all of it. I mean, believe me, I, I was so irrationally pissed off about that Noah Lyles world champion thing. Sometimes there's just stuff that gets You said. were. I was irrationally mad. Like, shoot mad. Shoot, shoot pissed off. Because you came I, in I to me. You, you came in and you were like... What is this guy fucking talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they've been saying this for a long time. Like, they say the NFL is not an actual world championship because you're just an NFL. Who? I'm like, people have been saying it for a long time. I haven't seen it. It's no allows shit. He's like mad. He yes. walks oh, out yeah. of the room. Yeah, yes. I love that. He walked Angry. out of the room sweating. He walked out of the room. Track guy saying the fucking. I got I got that mad about when Aaron was like, Makai Beckton just needed love. Okay, he just needed love, and now he's gonna be a great player. All right. He was the one that, to be fair, he was the one that had a false start. Oh, yeah. Also, and, and he was about it. to yell at him, and they said, oh, what's Makai? I need to give him love. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't like doing this because this isn't our show. But it has become kind of a character. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. You know that turtle-looking fella that's been in politics for a long time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Who? I guess he froze again at the podium. This one was no. Mitchie? Oh. Mitch? No. I no. This no. one was actually kind of sad. What's his name? This one's Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. This one's sad? Oh, this is brutal. Listen, I honestly believe... <laughs> is that a screenshot? That speaking... Freezes. That's just a new way to describe something. <laughs> hey, this politician who is supposed to be like a great speaker, that's what politics is, is speaking and mm-hmm. getting things done, freezes again. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if his whole body locked up or just his mouth, if he was just staring there blankly through something. Yep. And I don't know how the last one happened, but I do know this. Hey, smart people. Figure, figure the fuck out. Figure, figure it out. out. What are we doing? We got people that are in positions of power that just... Yeah, might, might be time for uh, old Mitch to step down. Jeez. When? 20 years ago? 
I mean, Jesus Christ, pal. Hey, squeezing the life out of his This lips. guy's making real decisions. Somebody tell me. Mm-hmm. Just Man. educate me, doofus. <laughs> Shaking like a leaf. Yeah, I mean, he's... That ha- guy makes decisions? Yeah. Guys like, hey, what is smart what's going people. On? I'm sick of it. What is it? I am sick of it. He's 95 years old. He should be in a goddamn retirement home. <laughs> is it a stroke? What is it, though? Yeah, they're saying yeah, seizure we'll, or something like that. Yeah, stop trotting him out there, <laughs> yeah, Christ! Exactly. Jeez. I saw. Why a, even uh, put him out there? I saw an anyone under 80 2024 uh, political shirt, and I think I might get that one. Bro, come on, dude! You smart people are supposed to have it all figured out, and then you guys trot out whatever you guys' leaders are, and it's like these people can't speak. It's ridiculous. If Roger Goodell had any of those moments, oh. That's the meritocracy that is the NFL. Exactly. If Roger Goodell had that, everybody that is in the NFL, every fan, every media person would be like, get him the fuck Fuck away from our league. See ya. See ya. Get him out of here. In politics, they're like, it was two times in 90 years. McConnell's (laughs) the sharpest attack. Sue him. It's like, this guy's making actual decisions for me? What? what, Why are we? Where's he from? Kentucky? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So he's not doing anything for me, right? I think he's. I don't think so. Does he do anything? Is he like not for the Senate? Or? Does anybody do anything over there? I yeah, I don't know. Well, is now, this... no. My bad. No, now they're going to give him like, they're going to show you videos of him like doing a backflip wakeboarding or something just to show how spry he is. Put him on a bike. See if he can get off that thing. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. And that's why this isn't that bad. Because, I mean, he's just talking to a group of people. At least he's not falling asleep in front of a bunch of people who just lost loved ones. Right. You know? Well, yeah. could be worse. Let's get to a break. I seen a guy say, fuck you, Joe Biden. Who said that? Some oh, guy geez. from Hawaii. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he's not. A, Much monos. There was no mono. There's no mono lost. Yeah, Houston was probably upset. They were not happy. Yeah. There's a couple of them. A couple of them saying that. Yeah. Hey, heavy is the head, I guess. But if those heads can't put words together, maybe we take the crown off of their heads. Feels right. You right? Think? Mm-hmm. He's only 81. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think he's got another 10 or 20 years in him. Mitch? Of life or of power? Yeah, well, which, which number life is this for him? That guy's got 81 ponies under the hood. Yeah. Okay. He does. He's got a lot of horsepower. Kentucky. That's great. Peel that skin back. 60 pounds of poop and his depends, too. Yep. Yeah, so what does he got? Does he go out? So this guy's going out there pooping his pants, standing yep. out there saying, This is what we're going to do, and then walk away. That's his life every day. Pretty much. A successful operation there yeah. was him sitting there with that lady holding him up. Saying what America needs to do. Mm-hmm. What the I fuck, mean, that, you think they, they're going to deem that a successful press conference? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, talk, I'm yeah. saying if there was a success. Yeah. Like, what was the successful operation there? And then take, to be fair, Joe Pop dumped his pants as well during the game. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. He was also he's up in a booth. Uh-huh. He was too old. No, he to was on the field. He, he scurried off the field. He can coach the hell out of a three technique too. I mean, yeah, but he also sure. ran. Remember when he strong. pooped? Yeah. He had knee drive arm swing after he pooped. He did. Tom Cruise out there with turds floating down his leg. Yeah, Mitch McConnell's not coming out after this and doing like a Busta Rhymes verse. No. You know, to uh, showcase they might. still you got never know. Yeah. He should. You never know. I saw him on the internet. Yeah, but, 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 didn't miss it. Yeah, Busta yeah. still oh, got it. Crazy. He's no flub. Yeah. Send it. How's he doing that? He's different. Legit, even with a little moxie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you gotta get winded, bro. He's like, gotta be 50, 60 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big lungs. That's what I'm talking about. 60 something. Really? Probably. So the way Busta speaks. Okay, is how our politicians should be able to speak. Take yeah. note. That's what you are. You're a professional fucking speaker. Yeah. And we got this guy doing this. Hope he's okay. 
Doesn't look like it. No, no. We didn't cause it. I apologize. I didn't even know he existed until the first There's time. There's no way he wants to go up in front of microphones. Right? You think he wants to do that again? I wouldn't. All this guy's thinking about is when he's getting his next cup of applesauce and when he can go to sleep. That's all he gives a shit about. <laughs> Jeez, you got to be exhausted. Don't be such an ageist. Well, I'm just saying. There's Ovaltine right. in there. Okay, yeah. for this guy. Well, yeah, you're right. Werther's Originals. Chocolate chip, chocolate I chip. I don't have a problem. Yeah. I don't have a problem with olds. Okay? I was never really around olds. My grandparents basically all passed away whenever I was young, so I've never been around old people. I'm sure that if you get into a conversation with the right old people, the amount of stories and tales that they have from living through so much would be remarkable. I got a chance to meet Sam, my wife's grandma, and like listening to her speak. Her husband was in the Air Force, I do believe, flew like a dog. Beast. This, yeah. This guy's like a, a dog. Listening to her speak, like the story she tells, and I'll explain the situation, and she'll have like a metaphor for my situation about it, and I'm like, man, that is amazing. But with that being said, if you can't speak and you can't operate as a human, why are you in the most powerful position? Yeah. That feels like that is what our politics is now. Can't be making decisions for other people. Yeah. Though. I don't need... If you want to inspire me, sweet. You want to yeah. tell me something cool. But also... Yeah. Please step away from the podium. Now. But don't get voted back in, right? Just because it's like... Yeah. Probably. I don't know. He's a legend down there. Kentucky. No. Yep. Ooh. That, one was for, that one was for the guy. Yeah. What's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mitch. Mitchy. This one's for Mitch. Okay. Yes. Hey, Mitch, Mitch hell of a run. Mitch can still dunk. He can still dunk, I heard. Yeah, that's why he got yeah. voted in. Two foot. He goes two foot, drop step, boom. Dalapari recorded no, him. I actually think I think he actually uses those dunkaroos. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, dunkaroos. Oh, those are so He's good. He's love me. He's happy. Look, at that's official portrait. He took that. 2016. That's seven years ago. That's what he looked like. Yeah, it looks like an old turtle. That's four years of COVID. <laughs> In between. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch still had his fastball back then. Yeah. Still does. Sharp as attack. Remember, that's, that's right. what his people said. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jeez Louise. And then the president. I don't know. Have you guys seen my apple juice? Thank oh. I don't know the politics world well enough. I don't know who this person is. I don't follow it closely enough. But I do know y'all motherfuckers seem to be very inept. <laughs> All of you. So let's get that figured out. Yeah. Smart people. Please. Smart people. Figure, figure it, it out. out. All right, we're back on the other side with an incredibly intelligent guy who I'm assuming has some thoughts on what we just sure. talked about there. Yeah. We, will oh, steer, yeah. we will steer away from that. <laughs> we will keep it into the college football world. The General's Top 5, first edition, will be on the other side of this break. I can't wait to hear who he has in his Top 5 of college football. I assume I know one of them. I think so. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I assume the Ohio State Buckeyes are going to be in this list. Where does the General have them? Who does he have the other four as? I can't wait to start a ride with this man for the rest of the season. Be a friend, tell the friend something nice. Take, if you can, you know, if you can speak, <laughs> tell them oh, something yeah. nice. You know, maybe what I mean? write a note. Write a note if you can't speak clearly. Maybe that's what they all need to start doing. Not speaking today. How come? Actually, taking out. You think, the quill. Hand, you think their handwriting is legible? Well, when they get that quill, they should yeah. sign. They should sign. <laughs> so, or just sign something. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the first edition of the General's Top 5. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for General Bob Carpenter. Yeah! General! Okay, Meathead Radio, I love it. That's you and Schlags. Uh, how often are we on? When can we hear Meathead Radio? The General Bob, you look fantastic. Oh, Meathead Radio, it's coming at you, XM84. We're on Tuesday, Friday, and a bunch of Thursdays as well. So juiced up to get and be a part of that. And You know, Pat, bring some of the... Talk about the inside run game. Talk about hammering. Stuff that AJ used to do 
go up and hitting those fullbacks and just blast them, trying to knock their head off a little bit. That's what it's all about. I don't think right now anybody could knock your head off. The jawline is defined. The neck is massive. I see you're on the road to 30 pull-ups. Is that what we got going on right now? I mean, Coach, that's the goal. I mean, I looked back a long time ago. I think AJ and I were probably around 27, 28 when we were playing. Now, granted, that was about 20 pounds ago. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can get to 30. I'm about 20 pounds down. I got on the bar, do pull-ups a handful of times a day, and then I started doing it every day, two max out sets. And I've topped out at about 23 right now, and I'm, I'm still trying to work up there, trying to get to 30, because I make my kids do push-ups, pull-ups, and sit-ups every night. And we're going to grind a little yeah. bit. We're going to get strong. We're a good muscular base. And they're like, Dad, how many can you do? Oh. All right, well, they want to bow up on the old man. Old man's got to get up there and show what he can do a little bit. <laughs> how, how much do you weigh? About 238 on a good day, so 245 heavy. on a bad God, day. That is so heavy. You have long-ass arms, too. You're like a fucking ape. I've been watching that. You and AJ both are built like that. That is a long way. Good luck. I'm going to put that into my routine every single morning in the Hawkhouse in honor of you and feel like I am potentially becoming something that Bobby Carpenter would appreciate. Now, well, go ahead. I was inspired because when I saw the quote, that the pull-ups are the squat of the upper body by someone you may know, it kind of inspired me to kind of go all in. I'm going to be honest with you. AJ, you said that on this show. Is that an AJ Hawk original? Nope. I stole that from somebody. But okay. Yeah, I agreed. I heard it, and it, boom, it clicked right away. Are you are you doing pull-ups every morning, AJ, down there in your basement all by yourself at 5 a.m.? I'm kind of like Bob. I like to do pull-ups throughout the day. I like to have a couple of different setups. <laughs> Oh, so walking through the house, fuck right here, got yeah. it. Dips too. I got a got a new dip bar too. So that's everyone's doing dips now in the basement. Okay, when I dip, you dip. We dip when we're in the basement. But you're not just dipping in the basement. You're dipping everywhere else. Or are you only doing pull ups around the house as well? Pull ups around the house. Dips are only in the basement, unfortunately. Are you grabbing like the edge of like uh, like you know when you got to do like one of these numbers here? Like Alex Honnold. Yeah, you got to do Alex Honnold pull ups. Well, then you got to just be. Facing death at every single one. He doesn't have the medulla. Fingertips. He doesn't have the medulla umblongata, right? That's the thing That's right. that gives you the emotion to feel stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. missing it. Yeah. Alecano doesn't have the medulla umblongata. That's nope. what I've learned, right? Either that yeah. or the amygdala. I think it was the amygdala. Yeah, there it is. You get it. What's the difference? <laughs> great <laughs> handshake. <laughs> Alecano, great handshake. Strong form. So. Oh my God. Yeah. No doubt it. Adrian Peterson and Alecano need to have a fucking handshake <laughs> thing to the death. Mm -hmm. Just see how it goes. I think that Honnold guy might be able to get him. Uh, General, let's dive right into this. Okay, every week we're going to have the General's Top 5. We got a graphic made for it and everything. I mean, look at this. Ooh, huh? Do you yes. like this? Do you like That's this? That's looking good. I like it. Okay, we got your AC company in the back. Obviously, we got you with your war cap on whenever you're fighting against the Big Ten, which was the first big conference during COVID that said, yep. we're not going to play. And you said, oh, is that right? Well, we're not going to take that. Mm -hmm. And you rounded up the troops, went to Chicago, and we're picketing outside of Kevin Warren. Warren's mm -hmm. office yeah. and brought football back. Now, there was a political campaign where somebody said, I say football. Mm -hmm. But we all know who did. It was the General Bob Carpenter. And then you, with the American flag as a Buckeye. Oh. This is a beautiful graphic dirty put together are you okay with this as we go forward i mean coach it has the ohio state buckeyes but most importantly it has america because if you're not american then i don't think you'd be watching this show pat so this is what we're all about here but we just watched band of wow. brothers this summer with the kids like we're all about infusing patriotism into our house uh, okay i appreciate that i will say pretty international program here on youtube yeah. but i do, <laughs> I, do uh, I do appreciate everything we got cooking here with the general's top five let's dive into it you this is your show we might interrupt we might ask some questions Sorry. but we're hoping that this becomes the gospel yeah for college football rankings into the floor is yours general 
All right, Coach, so I got my top five that we're going to go with. And then I wanted to find like a dark horse, but no one likes the term dark horse. So I want to find my, we'll call my Vince Carter riser, someone that can come out of nowhere and just put one down on you at the end of the season. So kind of lurking outside. So we're going to start with the top five first. We're going to start, and this is not besmirching this team because I know a lot of people on game day pick them to win the SEC, be in the national championship. Nick Saban has done a great job at Alabama. But I think they're the third best team right now in the SEC, whether it's Jaden Milrow, Ty Simpson, Ty Buck, Tyler Buckner. They've got some issues at the quarterback position. And the thing is, Nick Saban could always coach his way around every other school in the SEC. But now there's some other cats on the block. Kirby Smart's there. You got Brian Kelly. So I'm looking at Bama as my number five school. Seems like you just gave away a couple of the other schools that are going to be in this top five, but I am excited about that. I love this take by you. I was one of the people, though, that had Alabama going on a run. And the only reason why we're doing that is because we just assume Saban ain't going to let this shit fly. He's not going to go peacefully into the night. Did that weigh on you at all, put him at five, or ranking him how you rank him? Believe he's the best coach in college football history. It did. Came into it immensely, but for a long time, and he was the king. He had the best players, and he was the best coach. And I'm going to tell you, you don't add a quarterback after spring ball unless you watch spring ball and said, we need a quarterback, and they still hadn't figured it out yet. So maybe it's Jaden Milrow, Jalen Milrow, and he does a great job. But there's going to be some growing pains, and their schedule is tough, and I don't think this is going to be as quite an easy a path as it's been for them in the past. Who do you got at number four, General? All right, number four, we're going to go right down the road. I mentioned Brian Kelly. I thought it would take him a little bit longer last year. They were ahead of schedule. The LSU Tigers are coming in at number four. They've got a returning quarterback in Jaden Daniels. They're a very, very talented squad. We're going to find out about them this weekend. I mean, they might go from number four to number two, or they might fall out a little bit depending what happens because they're playing Florida State, who I think is really stinking good. And keep in mind for this guy, you may not know about him, uh, Harold Perkins. He's an outside linebacker, Dog. kind of a rush dude. Dog. He reminds me a lot of Micah Parsons. Not quite as tall, but a dude that can really mix it up, and they're going to need him to play big. But I'm telling you, LSU has always had talent. My brother played for Brian Kelly at Cincinnati, worked for him at Notre Dame. Like The dude's a heck of a football coach. He may not be the warmest personality. Uh, mm. He may have some quirky stuff when he gets in front of folks, but the dude can coach some football. Go ahead, AJ. What do you think about Brian Kelly having a number four-ranked team in the country in general's eyes just this quickly into his LSU tenure? I mean, I'm curious, Bob, what do like the other pundits around college football, do they have LSU this high, or a lot of them have them, I would, I would guess, a little farther back? No, no. So here's the thing, like Saban's always been able to dominate. They should watch. Whoa! Well, and that's, they used to always dominate the SEC West because he was a better coach and had better players. LSU has been right there with talent, but BK is a heck of a coach, and so a lot of yeah. people have them right around the same place. And you know what? To me, I'm going to give it to LSU. They've got the returning quarterback. They were on a run last year. LSU was on a real run last year, and then they lost oh, like yeah. Texas A&M, I think, or something. Oh, yeah, a last, week before yeah, the, last the, season. the yeah, SEC yeah, championship. Yeah. Because there was a chance they were going to get like, sneak in. Yeah. They were going to really sneak Daniels in. Daniels got hurt, and he couldn't play, or he did play in the SEC championship, but, but then the backup came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another year of Brian Kelly and his family around mm-hmm. the LSU program and their culture growing, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. Now, I still have Alabama over LSU. Mm-hmm. Who do you have at number three? All right, number three, we are going to go to the Big Ten. We're going to go up north. What? And I know a lot of people in Buckeye land may not like this pick, but listen, Jim Harbaugh has been fantastic. Oh. They've done a good job. They're back-to-back Big Ten champs. they got J.J. McCarthy coming back. 
Now, I know that Harbaugh is suspended for the first couple games. Wow. I don't think it's going to matter. They got ECU to open up the season in a very soft non-conference schedule. So with the run game that they have, I think they're going to be fine. Lean into Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. They'll be all right. Yeah, but what about him not coaching? That's yeah. Right. That was a that was a baseball bat to the shins. He, yeah. said, mm-hmm. he said, listen, I think I broke my arm one time. I missed six games. He said, other time I had a shoulder. Maybe I missed two games. He said, but telling me I got to miss three straight games? People are saying it's a slap on the wrist. You might as well just fucking punch me right in the face a hundred times. I got to miss three games, a football game. What a consummate football human being, football guy through and through. And they're saying that it's not going to be a big deal with him being gone. Who cares, Bob? Well, listen, I mean, he's having his dad coach. I think his brother John is coming in to coach Labor Day. The Ravens are off, and he's got the whole crew taking care of this, doing whatever he can. They're mixing this thing up. They're going to stir the pot a little bit. Listen, it sucks. Every coach wants to be out there coaching, but – you know what? You look at the schedule, they should be just fine, Pat. AJ, they lost to TCU, lost by 55 yeah. uh-huh. in a college football uh-huh. playoff. Ipso facto, are they in trouble? I don't know. What, Bob, you think they're going to be able to continue to run over people? Ball. Jesus. <laughs> I think they'll be able to run the football. Man, that's a college football expert. Joe Moore, Joe Moore Award, too. They got yeah. it, I think, up there, right? Yeah. There. Their offensive line has been tremendous. They've been pounding the rock. And what, How's they, their defense, and, Bob? Yes. <laughs> Well, TCU, they kind of outsmarted themselves, man. If they would have lined up, ran the football, they would have been fine. They started getting some weird stuff going on. Like, they should have just stuck with what had got them there, which is what they'll do all year in the Big Ten, and they'll be all right. Like, their offensive line is really good, and their defense is stout. Okay, it all comes down to that final game pretty much in the Big Ten, it feels like, even though Ryan Day's like, do we have to? I mean, with the way things are going, maybe we play a little earlier in the season. Who's number two, General Bob Carpenter? All right, back-to-back defending national champions. They lost – well, listen, they lost their guy. They've lost a lot. They still got Kirby Smart. We'll see what Carson Beck can ultimately do. But I've got the Georgia Bulldogs sitting there at number two. And, Pat, if for no other reason other than this, I'm a big fan of history. No team has won three straight national championships in the AP era. You have to go back to the 30s with Minnesota when they won it before the AP was actually voting. It is incredibly difficult to string together three consecutive seasons of greatness without faltering. They don't have the toughest schedule. you got Tennessee on there. They're going to have to face the SEC West champ, whether it be Bama. I think it'll be LSU. But it will be a hard road. It's not a question of who is if they'll lose, but kind of maybe who will pick them off because at some point you're going to have to have a down game. Not, that doesn't, do you hear Kirby Smart talking in the locker room? Oh, I've heard him. Listen, keep in mind. If they would have had Adam Vinatieri kicking for the Ohio State Buckeyes last year, yeah. the Buckeyes would have been pushing through that game. Maybe Pat Pat McAfee on the hold getting that thing down laces out, Dan, and we would have been good. I'll tell you what. It would have been a great conversation, me and Vinatieri jogging on the field for that particular case in Georgia. Oh, oh man. In Atlanta. Long ball. 52, I think. What was it? 52, 53? How long was it? Uh, I thought it was 40. No, it was 50. 40, 49. It was, it was a very makeable kick. It was tough, but makeable indoors, climate control. Yeah. Bob, actually, we were doing a simulcast, and right before he kicks it, I said, if this kid makes this, this is one yeah, of the greatest yeah, kicks of yeah. all time. It just felt like everything was kind of stacked. so loud. So loud. It was, a, it was a 50. 50 yarder, so far away. I mean, we're, we were standing right under the hoop, or right under the, the goalpost, obviously. Yeah. And it's just like, could barely see the kid. His body language is jogging on. It's like, this guy, oh, no no. if you make this, you got to be a stone cold killer yeah. to make this kick right here. And he didn't. But you go watch the national championship. You can see how Ohio State Buckeye fans are thinking to themselves, wait a minute. Uh-huh. What are we even talking about? Which I assume leads us 
to number one, even though we just found out who the quarterback is today. That's right. Number yeah. one in your rankings, I'd assume, unless Bob's going real heel in the Buckeye State. No, no, no. We're going to go with them because they should have they pulled out that game. They played well enough to win. A guy who you're familiar with, his son plays wide receiver for the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's Marvin Harrison Jr. They are number one. And I'll tell you this, Pat. His dad is a Hall of Famer. And I will say this today on here. We can pull the tapes 20 years from now when okay. you're doing that biopic about how Pat McAfee and the whole crew changed sports medium. Hell yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. will be a better player than his father. And that is saying a lot given the fact that his dad is a Hall of Famer and one of the best wide receivers ever to play the game. The dude is relentless. He catches more balls every single day than anyone I've ever seen. We used to watch this show, I know AJ's seen it, called Larry Bird, a basketball legend. They talk about him just shooting balls in the rain every day, getting like a 1,000 shots up. They have this deal called the Monarch. It's like an automatic ball feeder. It's like some sort of – you don't push it. Pat, it's a computer. It's like a robot. It basically is a quarterback now. It'll drop the ball in, angles, everything else. It could probably hunt you as a human. I mean, it'll shoot a ball at you and kill you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things oh, wait, that's why I'm happy we got that. Need to get one. Awesome. Need to get it on our side. Mar- Marvin keeps it happy. He buys it whatever it needs, but he's out there every day on that thing. <laughs> I walk into Woody without a doubt. Marvin's out there catching balls by himself with somebody else. He is the most dynamic player I've seen. I'm going to say he's the best player in college football. I talked to some of the scouts at the pro day. I go, would you grade him? They're like, gave him a perfect, like best player I've ever scouted. I don't, he has no weaknesses. Dude's an unbelievable human on top of being a great player. He's the type of guy you want. He's the leader. He's who Kyle McCord is going to be throwing to. And they have an improved defense. Our guy, James Laurinaitis is back. All time leading tackler in Rams history to help coach the linebackers. So I feel much better about that defense. I'm feeling good about this situation. I didn't know that linebacker room had the all-time leading tackles in two different franchises. I mean, that is incredible to think about, that group that you guys have just meatheads. But let's get back to Ohio State. Your comment about Marvin Harrison Jr. being better than Marvin Harrison, I think Marvin Harrison would want that. That is what his entire goal is. He has been very confident in the work ethic that he has instilled in Marvin Harrison Jr. and giving him the game. Like, hey, this is how you go about doing it. He's very prideful in that. So I think we all watched in awe with that guy with Louis Vuitton Cleveland on just taking over the world then you hear about his work ethic on the back end and you think to yourself this is the perfect scout prospect you're not worried at all about the new quarterback he can spin it kyle was his quarterback in high school pat i mean like what else you want i mean exactly think about that for a second put that in your mind all right he's got his high school quarterback a guy he's familiar with i don't know what else i don't know what else you could possibly ask for in a situation like this right now who's the other wide receiver they're saying is better than him I don't know if he's better. Mecca Abuka, who's the number two guy on most draft boards right now, like Freshman. Brian Hartline, all he does is recruit five stars and turn them into first and second round picks. It's remarkable. I no, watched, that I wide receiver. Freshman. What, the Tate. freshman wide receiver. Tate. Oh, Carnell Tate. Carnell Tate. If you go back, and the best thing, I was watching, I got AJ on it, uh, BS High, where they're talking about Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. He's playing at IMG Academy out there dunking. I'm like, Look at my wife and go, that dude's the guy everybody's talking about that might be better than Marvin. That's Marvin said he might be better than him. Now, I can't believe that yet, but we'll see what happens in the next coming years. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, Bob, you talked about the defense being better in the second year under Jim Knowles, but what about what about Tommy Eichenberg? Would he have fit in? I mean, he played last year with two broken wrists and two broken hands, I believe. He would have fit in with, with the Hawk in general fucking linebacker room? I love talking to Tommy because Tommy's like talking to AJ because AJ may talk more to you guys, but back in the day, he would communicate largely with grunts and kind of hand head nods, <laughs> things like that. I mean, he's a smart dude, an articulate guy, as you well know. But Tommy loves to lift weights, 
playing with broken wrists. I mean, AJ, AJ tried to fight the trainers to get his helmet back in practice one day. Like, that's a Tommy Eichenberg move right mm -hmm. now, if I've ever seen one. That's the stories that they were telling about AJ whenever they're like, didn't this guy got bad knees? Should we draft him at five overall? Well, the trainers told him he had bad knees one time, and uh, it was a Wednesday practice, and he punched him in the face. <laughs> yeah. So this guy loves ball. This guy fucking loves ball. That linebacker room seems to be one of the greatest in the history of college football that you guys were in. I like the fact that you said, hey, Ohio State's number one, and they're going to have to prove to not be one until I see something. Who is the team, though? Oh. Who's the Vince Carter riser who's going Wait. up over that French guy, yeah. right? Oh, we yeah. learned, yep. Had a tough go after yeah. he got done. We, we learned about it. Had a tough go. Who is the Vince Carter riser, you think, in college football? So the Vince Carter riser for me, team that right on the edge of the top ten. No one's really paying attention to them. They were a team without a conference for a while, the Washington Huskies. They got Michael Penix Jr. 10, he I threw for almost wow. 5,000 yards last year. They went on an epic tear. They're under the radar. No one's really talking about them. It's all about USC and Oregon out west. But I'm telling you right now, Washington and the Washington Huskies are good. Their defense has improved. And Michael Penix Jr., man, it's like his sixth year in college football. And if you go back, you might remember that COVID year. He was the quarterback for Indiana, stretching on that two-point conversion right inside the pylon to, tick, to tuck it in there. He's a big-time player, and I'm excited to see what they can do. Hey, Pac-12 is packed, though. Like that, that was my thing about Washington. They, they forced us to pick a team because I think Washington's actually 10 in one of the rankings. In the ranking we had, he was, they were 10. AP, I think. And they made us pick a team that's in the top 10 that won't be ranked by the end of the year. And I picked Washington. I feel bad about it. I apologize. I, I do apologize for it. But also, that Pac-12 is stacked. stacked. Fucking stacked this year. This is the best it's been in a long time, and it's going to be gone pretty much next season. It's a wild time over there in the West. You can make an argument the top four teams in the Pac-12 with Utah, USC, Oregon, and Washington are as good, if not better, than every other conference's top four teams. And they have some nice depth at the top. And the main reason is, they have returning quarterbacks at every school. You look at Bo Nix, you look at Michael Penix Jr., Caleb Williams, my man Kim Rising, who is the oh. all-pro meathead quarterback. Dude hasn't met contact he didn't like. It might be first and 10 in the second quarter, and he's going to put his shoulder down to try to get an extra yard to set up a second and seven as opposed to a second and eight. So he's knocked himself out a bunch. But if he can stay healthy, <laughs> Utah's good. Washington's good. Oregon's about good. Notre Dame. Everyone knows legit. about USC. And yeah, Notre Dame's not top five or a riser. Yeah, where's Notre Dame, Bob? I like Notre Dame. I got to see a little more, though. They beat up Navy. I don't think Navy's that good. I, oh, I really America. like Sports Sports America. America. You put the graphic back up? Oh, the America, General. the whole graphic for this entire thing? America. Hey, let, let me see. Oh, look at this guy. What's that? Oh, uh, the Navy stinks. What's that? <laughs> I didn't say yeah. the Navy stinks. Yeah, you did. Get out of here, man. Or the Army guy. The Naval Academy. Why do they suck? They suck. They suck. They football. Support the troops. Listen. It's the first year in the post-Ken Niamatololo era. They're working through some things. Awesome. They'll be better. I love what Sam Hartman can do. I just have to see their receiving core go against some legitimate talent. They got Ohio State, obviously, coming up in a couple weeks. They've got NC State before that, which will give them a little bit of a push. I like Notre Dame. I love Marcus Freeman. Also in that linebacker room with A.J. James, Schlegs, and I. So, listen, they've got some opportunity there as well. But they're going to have to prove it to me because they have Ohio State, no Clemson, and USC, that's a pretty tough gauntlet to get through. Yeah, I like Sam Hartman, though, man. 24 years old, seems to have seen it all. How many touchdowns that week? 110. 110 Damn. tuds. And then now he looks like he's got the Marcus Freeman offense down, and Marcus Freeman obviously loves him, but Notre Dame does have 
something that every single year it's like, ah, here's Notre Dame again. Mm-hmm. Ah, here's Notre Dame again. Might be different up there, though, this Could year. Be. Hartman. Could be. Might be different up there with a guy under center. So here is the official top five, week one here for the general. Ohio State, number one. Georgia, number two. Michigan, number three. LSU Tigers at number four over uh, Alabama yeah. at five. And look out for Washington, says the general. We appreciate you, boss man. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Looking forward to doing it every week and getting in studio with you, pal. We can do the arm wrestling. Hey, I don't know, bro. Yep. I don't, I, I <laughs> do, the leg wrestling, do the leg wrestling thing, too, where you lay on your back. Okay, oh. I, I wouldn't mind doing that one. I'm okay with that one. Okay. That, that one is uh, is right in my bread basket. But I guess if we have to do that, we have to get into your world, which would be a hang. <laughs> don't want to necessarily get in there. But we appreciate you greatly. What's the big game you're looking forward to this weekend? Obviously, the Carolinas are battling. FSU, LSU is on Sunday. I think yeah. that's going to be a big-time yep. game. Utah State, Iowa. Yeah. That's yeah. a big-time game. There's you're a lot of good game. ones going on this weekend. There is no, the Florida Utah game is another one that could be pretty good. Utah lost that game last year. Hopefully for them that won't happen again. But I think everybody's looking at Sunday night. Florida State, LSU, last year that game had massive implications that nobody knew about. This year, everybody knows how good these guys are. And that could be a game that whoever wins it, man, sets themselves up real nice, Clark, for the CFP. Hey, FSU number eight right now. Oh, yeah. Damn. Florida State's eight. Right now, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Their building was on, stadium was on fire a few years back. Yeah. That's Colorado twenty point dogs, twenty and a half. Sir, that's they said that's going to move late too to even more. They think more Jeez. people are going to jump on TCU. I, okay, they got eighty six new players. They, Seven. I mean, last year they were maybe the worst team. Isn't in that good football. though? Dion wins. If Dion wins five transfer. or six this year, it's the best coaching job in college football. No, but isn't that a good thing? To AJ's point, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, hey, team stunk. We got a bunch of new guys. Yeah. Now, I guess it's hard to just kind of build that type of thing. But in that college football, you got to build up your new team every single year anyways, right? You got to get it going. But they have a really tough schedule. I mean, you're opening the gate with the team that played in the national championship last year. Like, and that's a non-conference game for you. So nobody's going to – and believe me, here's the other thing, Pat. You know this. When you make a lot of noise, people like to knock you off the hill. So Dion's been talking a lot. And everybody's going to have their full attention each and every week. I agree. It's going to be must-see TV. I can't wait to see what they do. And I do believe there's going to be some conversations about old TCU Colorado on game day on Saturday. Okay. Boy. West Virginia, Penn State, Bob. Yep. I love that. 7.30 primetime Saturday night. Okay. Catch it on NBC. The Cock, I believe. Peacock. (laughs) It'll be on there as well. They'll be debuting, I think, their... Yeah, their new, uh, uh, full new show with Castle, pre-game show, M. Rob, uh, Maria Taylor, and Josh Perry. Josh Perry, Josh Perry right. our state guy. Yeah. Hope they have a great season. Hey, hope you guys have a good season. It's a long one out there. But how do you feel about that Penn State West Virginia game? Obviously, I am riding <laughs> heavy with the Mountaineers. Big time <clears throat> win for us. Obviously, mm-hmm. but this might be the year that Penn State is really Penn State, right? Isn't this like a, this is a big time year for them if Drew Aller can play a little bit? That's the key. If Drew Aller can play a little bit, they'll be in a good spot. I mean, everyone loved Clifford had been there forever, and it was just kind of average. People were thinking Aller means a Cleveland kid, big-time arm. He reminds okay. me a lot of Josh Allen. You watch him play, like he's faster than he looks. He can pick up more ground. He's maybe not the quickest dude, but he can gobble up yards. He's tough, and he has a cannon for an arm. So if the Penn State wide receivers are good, man, they're stout, stout on defense. Their own line's supposed to be better. And their running backs coming back are really, really nice. Two running backs almost ran for two thousand yards last year. Both freshmen. Jeez. So I mean they uh I mean they gotta if they can get past week one, 
Sure. Yeah, it's a tough test. It's going to be hard to get past week one. Big test. Did you know that the guy I've been saying is going to run wild isn't even named starting quarterback yet? Did you know? <laughs> I didn't know no, that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, obviously. I said on fucking he's game day. guy. I said on game day. He's going to be the guy. He'll, what he'll if he's not? What if this is like an Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers situation where he's like, I really like this guy, and then he cut him. And I'm like, Garrett Green's about to run wild. And they're like, uh, put that Nico kid. Yeah, he gets yanked in the first quarter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Possible. No way. You didn't see the newsletter? What's that? Italy today. They said Nico's not going to go first week at least. I, Paisan, I did, grazie, prego. I did, not, <laughs> I did not see any of that. I, I only thing I saw was, is Garrett Green even been named the starter yet? And I, like, did some. Hold on. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, pressure's on, kid. Got to win that. <laughs> yeah, Even right. if you're not playing. That's right. Even if you're not playing. All right. Well, have an incredible season. We appreciate you, General. This was awesome. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a good one. I like the Vince Carter riser. Yeah, that's good. Maybe it's the LeVar Arrington riser. Because you remember oh. when he used to just, at Penn State, he used to jump up over. Yep. I, oh, yeah. He has that logo, too. There's a logo of that I think he trademarked. Uh, so maybe we can't then. Yeah. Put that on there. Yeah. Somebody's going to sue us. Hmm. Which is another hypothesized situation that has been popping up in a sure. lot of conversations yep. in these. <laughs> yep. What happens if blah, blah, blah? <laughs> what happens if blah, blah, blah? Well, we had Brett Favre last year. How'd that end up? Good. Perfect. Let's Perfect. move on. A win. Is that still happening, huh, with Shannon? I think so. I have no idea. Be. But there was that uh, recent update to the possible text messages. Oh, withholding. With, withheld, yeah. yeah. With the discovery process. Mm-hmm. I think, Interesting. I, I think mm-hmm. back in the media, so. What's that? I think Brett's back in the media doing shows. Yeah, Brett's doing that. Uh, he's doing a show. Yeah, yeah. with um, Whitlock. He cooked, Whitlock cooked me a couple of times. Really? Yeah, I was on receiving end of a Whitlock. He get you cook. good. Really? Yeah, he did. He, fucking, he, told, he said I was cheeks pretty much, but in a much meaner way. Much meaner yeah. way. <laughs> I was like, all right, pretty good, little, pretty good little promo there, bro. All right, we appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the general, Bob Carpenter. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. I enjoy him. I enjoy him. Bob is always prepared, and he definitely consumes, like, I told you, his radio show here, he talks about everything going on in Ohio, every sport you could imagine. Like, he watches everything. <laughs> He's I best. like that I asked you a question. You go, I don't know. I don't know, Bob. Bob. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we're bringing on the expert. I got to yeah. ask Bob. Tell us, Bob. I was just trying to bring you in. I was just trying to bring you into no, the I conversation. Don't. I don't, shut the in. fuck up, all right? I'll jump in as I go. But, yeah, you know, I, I refer to Bob when it comes to a lot of different college football questions out there. I enjoyed his brain. Like, Tone Diggs, he loves college ball as Love well. I, I enjoy listening to different, you know, takes. Like, he's obviously going to be biased towards Ohio State, we would assume. Yeah, right. should yeah. be. Which is fine. Absolutely. Better be. And to their point. I mean, I love that he's saying, makeable kick. Have to make that kick mm-hmm. to go to the national championship. Yep. No chance. If that guy makes that kick right there, lock him in to be a fucking 15-year NFL vet. Yeah. First-round pick. One of the greatest of all time. <laughs> like, obviously, you have to make that. Like, yeah. walking on the field, have to make that kick. But also, tough kick. that's yeah. a tough ball to make odds. in that situation. Right Is he me. back? Um, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Who there you have it. Yeah. Who would have thought? I made him a he might have, no, I think he might have graduated. I don't know. I, I might have. I almost transferred after my junior year. Nobody would take me, though. Really? It's kind of like Jonathan Taylor's situation. <laughs> Go seek a trade? Go seek a transfer? Uh, so you just missed two kicks in the first quarter of the biggest game of the year? Yeah. We don't want you on our team, Bill. Sorry about it. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I wasn't going to come anyway. <laughs> this is me just testing my water. Coming back after the senior year, that was not an easy jogging back on that field the first few mm-hmm. times. And like, oh, this is the scene of the worst day of my life. All these people hate me. This is fun. Can't wait to go kick some balls here. 
then you get past it. Right. Then you move on. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that kid will be able to do the exact same thing. We are coming into that with college football. There's going to be some missed kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Some lives ruined. Week zero, there was quite a few. But there'll be some ones made. Week zero, I didn't see any big-time ones missed. Like, uh... Fucking Ohio missed a... Missed one that was pretty important. The ND had a miss. Yeah, but they were up 45. So they killed them. So, yeah, Navy missed a few, too, but, yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it's those ones... That are just hard to find. Hard to find consistent kickers, isn't it? Yeah, it's not just kicker; it's a whole operation. Yeah. People forget about that. Yeah. It's the whole the holder, the holder, the snapper, the snapper. The whole thing's not easy. Now, granted, I'm not saying that it's harder than any other position of football, but it's like there's a lot that has to happen for a successful outcome to happen. And you watch these NFL guys, and you're like, oh, it's simple, it's easy, because these guys are making more kicks than ever. It's like. No, nah, you got to be off is like that much, and it's over. Your life's over. Okay. Yeah, you should think about disappearing. Yeah, all right. Especially right. in college, I assume it's a little tougher than it would be like if you're missing a big kick in the pros. Uh, no, no, just... no. It's way tougher in the pros. Well, the pros, the only thing For that's... a kicker? Yeah, because you got to think what? about the money, the money, the money. Well, true, but also you're not like in college if you're missing a kick, like like you said, like your life is over. Yeah, you're college not going... is tough. You're out and about with right. everybody exactly. that hates you every single day. Might be a little easier now for them because they're not out and about as much. They don't go out as much, and they have a lot of online classes, so it could be a little bit easier. I did appreciate being told, like, probably shouldn't get a class for little bit i'm like yeah no, no shit oh, now, now don't go <laughs> thanks yeah i haven't been but like i get the narrative that you're saying yeah i saw all the bottles that were thrown in my car outside yeah and i got the messages that i should die and yeah you're right i shouldn't by the way probably not paying attention in any of the classes anyways just trying to get by here but i hope that this year showcases every kicker makes every kick mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no now, misses week zero yep. it's already kind of off to a bad let's swipe that Completely off yep. the picture. Mm-hmm. That's phase zero. I hope every kicker. I would like to make this announcement. It's very selfish. I've forgiven myself for making missing those two kicks. Oh, yeah. you should. Why I wouldn't you? Good. I had. Why, why is that selfish? Well, just because, like, we're potentially going to game day week three for the backyard brawl mm-hmm. if we, you know, handle. When? When we handle business here. Sure. But that slate yeah. games week three, like. Not. There's not a lot. So, like, if we keep this thing tight with Penn State, that's all. Like, if we, if we keep it tight, you know, and Pitt does their thing, which we assume Pitt will do, like that week three backyard brawl. And I thought about it. I'm like, because I'm promoting that it's happening. I had, like, a real conversation with myself. Like, do I want to be? Like, that could be a bad – that's not a good memory. It should be, too. Like, don't want don't want to relive that almost. Mm-hmm. But well, I you're still, the only – it lives fresher in your mind than anybody else. I had no idea it happened. No, there's a couple well, people out there that I've never forgotten. They will remind me every single time it gets brought up. But also, like, I'm at the point where it's like – yeah, it happened. I apologize. Yeah. You guys could have scored more points on the offensive side too. We're in the fucking. We're all in this shit together. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move on. You want to be dead? I understand it. I want to be dead too, and we move on. So it's like it has been a long process for that, and I'm like genuinely excited to get back for that. Especially yeah. if I'm able to with game day, that would be sick. Yeah, it'd be so. It'd be so much fun. And like, yeah, maybe uh, in the past you probably wouldn't know, or not you, but like us as a whole wouldn't know. But they they do run it every year. Like it is a thing with oh, yeah. the Revis. Return and well, I, I didn't the know. Revis return isn't the I yeah mean, that no, one no, sucks. No. The two missed kicks. I mean, I had a tough couple. Yeah, but also I had a fifty-one yarder head to Heinz record. Let's go. That never gets talked about. Also, it doesn't get talked about. Those were in the first quarter. Yeah. When you told me that, I was like, wait a second. Why is everyone so mad here? Yeah, I, I always oh, have yeah. to remind myself of that. Like, yeah, it was first yeah, quarter. We had bro. Three quarters to play. Plenty of ops. We had to lead at halftime too. I mean, I don't want to oh. just do too much. Oh, yeah. but I fucking. <laughs> pit, pit stuff, I did. I mean, but they played. They were preparing for us for like four weeks. They said. They just yeah threw every other shady? game. Sorry, the last game. Was it shady like, or Dion Lewis? Shady. Yeah. It was shady and Pat Bostic. 
Which Dil- Dylan's brother? No, no. This guy's a little bit more athletic than Dylan. Oh. But not much. But Bill Ding, then. Pat Boston, big brain, right? Didn't he have a big fucking Massive brain? Massive cranium. Big brain. Did he call their games, though? Yeah, I do believe so, yeah. Good personality. I've, I've met Pat Bostic a few times. I'm, I'm a fan of the man, but I cannot believe we lost that game. My fault? I've forgiven me. Well, I don't know if West Virginia has, but, man, fuck it. I'm living on a much easier life. Bam! Boom. <clears throat> if that would have won in, it would have been all right. That's a recent development, by the way. Good. Thank oh, you for forgiving man. yourself, you're saying? That's recent? Yeah, yeah, pretty recent. That's good. Yeah. You should. That's good. First quarter? I mean, I had no idea it was in the first quarter. <laughs> well... Doesn't matter. First, you know, I mean, every miss, play matters. That's right. If you miss four kicks in the first quarter, like I wouldn't remember after halftime. Well, if you get well, a chance to redeem, we had to lead at halftime. I wouldn't remember yeah. anyway. Yeah, but if you get exactly. a chance to redeem yourself at the end, you know those aren't even talked about. I did not. I did not get a chance to get back. <laughs> there you go. Still had to punt though. You know what I mean? Still have to go out there and punt. Ah! Oh, oh man! Got it. Oh well. That's not an indicator of anything. No, 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 no. no. not at all. We're not going to let that bad mojo think about anything that we just talked about. Absolutely not. I'm getting cooked for saying that that wasn't a wild request to ask for Jalen Waddle for Jonathan Taylor. By who, Dolphins fans? I think idiots on the internet. Yeah, like the – so Jonathan Taylor deserves to get paid $17 million a year by (laughs) stingy-ass Jim Irsay, okay? Right now, coming off his worst year, mm-hmm. still has another year on contract. Just a couple months ago, said that he was going to play through his contract. When everybody had money in the calendar cycle, he said, I'm playing here, I'm finishing my contract. Then he comes in, holds the team hostage, does this whole thing, and hey, get your money. So he deserves to get paid that amount of money, but it's a wild request to ask for the number two wide receiver for a team in return. I don't understand how that makes sense. At all. You know, I don't know how that is a thing. And also, yeah, that's how business goes. You know, when you're trading something, it's like it's negotiating. What do you mean? You got to throw <laughs> something out there so they can counter. What do you like? So throw everything at them, and then say, "Of course, it's going to be ridiculous," and they're going to come back with something. Hopefully, I'm getting cooked for it. I mean, people are saying I'm cheeks. That's going to happen. Yeah, you know, I think it's re- especially next week. But oh, yeah. <laughs> the good thing is it goes into the weekend. Well, then game day. Oh fuck! Yeah, it's going to be so loud next week. NFL Sunday though. That's just a that wipes away everything. Yeah, and then overreaction yeah. Monday. We're in. Yeah, exactly. At the season you forget just how many yeah. days are after another. Where like you everything from the day before gets wiped out tenfold than it was in the offseason. By the way, uh, YouTube TV did a little preview of the quad box. Saw that college football this weekend. It's going to be awesome for us. Oh, yes, yeah. I could you zeked up. Oh, it got me yeah. zeked up. Saw the photo of it. I got all zeked up. Yeah, only, Wait, do we get to pick the games? I think for NFL, you do. You didn't for college, but I think for NFL, you Oh, they did. just gave you the four? Yeah. Was Jacksonville State one of them? Yes. <sighs> hey, let's remember that. We are on Jacksonville State until proven otherwise. Every game. State, UTEP, Vandy, OU, and then uh, I can't remember what the other Notre Dame. No, Notre Dame was already <laughs> over. Oh. What a good year. But there was only four games on, so it's pretty easy. I hope Notre Dame goes on a run so we can. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Trot fucking Lou Holtz's ass out out to a press conference right over here. (laughs) (laughs) Just right. Start the second hour with it. Mm -hmm. Welcome back now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go over to Coach Lou Holtz talking about Notre Dame and you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Fingers crossed. Need you, Sam. Come on, Sam. Need you, Sam. You talk to Freeman at all? Marcus Freeman ever? Yeah. Talk to him, not a ton. Does he right ever now, come on this yeah. program? Is, yeah, did, uh, I thought he did once. I don't. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure. I, I thought he. So. Might, yeah, I thought it was after the season. 
where it was talked about? Uh, so Zito just said that's 100% on us. We were actually given his contact information, then we never hit him up. Well, that's kind of our problem, which is why it's good. Yeah, to I think I sent you. I think I sent you like their SID's number a long time ago. Yes, which goes back to the point of why we want to go to a network. Like right. it sucks hitting people up saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, would you like to waste valuable minutes of your life talking to us?" Like that is not a fun <laughs> thing. I think if you ask any show that happens, that is the most uncomfortable part of it all like getting people to come on the show, but we enjoy the shit out of talking to people. It's a massive part of the show. So ESPN having to do that is great. Now, that whole department has been a full... Boy, oh boy. ...full conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Good people. Good people. Great people. Great people. But? Well, this is just what happens in the booking department. We have, we've had a couple bookers. We've run through a couple bookers because this has been something that I hated for so long. I don't like cold texting people, sending DMs, Hey, will you come on the program? It's uncomfortable because, like, that's a big ask that you're doing that. Oh. So we're told, oh, you get a booker. This is how this whole thing goes. So then we hire a booker, pay this booker more money than we've ever paid anybody, myself included, this booker. We're supposed to change our lives. Hey, give us a list of 1,000 people you want to have on the show. Okay, so that gives them 10 days to kind of do their thing as we're putting this massive list together. Then it turns out nobody that's actually wanted on that list is available mm-hmm. but if we do this conversation with number 1500 on your list we might be able to get number 20 so it's a lot of that type of stuff you know it's a lot of like so then you're like all right i'll just do it myself is that how it goes like yep. that's exactly yeah. that is exactly how it goes yeah yeah see you're wasting our money like mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather hear Connor talk than yeah. this person. What do they say when you give them a list of a thousand people? Like, hey, we love your list. We really do. Unfortunately, no one is available on that list. We'll get but, to work on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's. We want to map out a path to get you number two. So number two's publicist is this person oh. who also reps this person who has a book coming out in two weeks. You've never heard of them. Their book will not sell more than 100 copies. Nope. But to win over the publicist, you talk to this person, then the publicist oh. might pull some strings, and you'll be able to get there, and then you'll be able to do this. And it's like, oh, this is a racket. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. fake. A lot of them might. Yeah. A lot of them might do this, might do that, yeah. could have. Yeah. Got to play our yeah. cards right. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was a fun, yeah, it was, yeah, it was funny. And book. you know how I really talk to suits is really, I mean, I have a lot of patience <laughs> mm-hmm. for suits. Yep. That is something I certainly have. Buddy. These people's brains just got to explode <laughs> whenever I start talking. What are you laughing about, Peck? Peck heard a couple of them. Not funny, I get to listen. Oh, my God. It it's is, real. Right, let's just cut the shit. Yeah, they're hey, the let's, worst. Let's just cut the shit. I don't have time to do this call four times, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to get right to this. You need to stop disrespecting Zito, okay? When Zito <laughs> gives an answer, it is a real answer. And we would like it to be treated that way because we're not running in circles with you. So let's just get to it. And then all of a sudden I walk away and there's just a dead silence on the Zoom and Zito's sitting there. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, guys? It is awesome. So want to move, move on? Yeah. yeah. What do we want to do? Done here? Or? Nice. Oh. That looked like it went in. It did. So you tell me Orslovsky's really in a movie with Denzel? Yeah. yeah. He is the Equalizer 3. No, it has to be like a commercial. He also no, did a sweet no, voiceover no, for Connecticut football. Oh, so good. And then he's got that shoulder thing. Yeah. yeah. Dan Orlovsky is in he's his zenith. It. He's at his zenith right now. He is. Yeah. This is Dan Orlovsky's season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Dan Orlovsky's season. 
Yeah. That's what we are in right now. We need to know Orlov's season starts now, yep. and it goes to March. That's right. And we are just in the middle of it. Yep. And now he's an actor, a model, what? a salesperson. What? Who's that dude that wore the blue shirt that enjoyed a little cocaine, but he sold every product on Billy, Billy. Billy Mays? Billy Mays. This yep. is the new guy. This is the Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, he's, a, he's, a, he's the new Billy Mays. Yep. He's a model, obviously. Mm-hmm. What? He's an actor. Yep. And it is or Scott Orlov Skeezen. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the quarterback guru, offensive NFL football expert from ESPN, Dan Orlovsky. Dan O! Dan O, real quick. Hey, can't the boys can't get a heads up that you're acting with fucking Denzel yeah. Washington? Right. Dude, let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Dan O. I should have I should have sent you a subtle text message bragging about that. Yeah, my bad. That's on me, coach. How's that? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Dude, when CAA sent me the text, I was like, uh, are you serious? I have no idea how I ended up there type of thing. You know, like I, I'm in a you know movie promo with Denzel, but oh, promo. That's not an actual scene? That's not in the movie? Wait, what? I do not believe so, no. Uh, not that impressed. Uh, uh, you, you're up, still man. something with Denzel, though. Still something yeah. with Denzel. Did you have to take an acting class? Did you watch a YouTube? Because your facial, Whoa. they say acting is in the face. Was Boy, he there? your emotions were fantastic. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I got carried by Stephen A for the most part. I didn't do much, dude. Like, Stephen A had, like, nine lines. I had, like, two or three. We were there for an hour. Pretty, uh, I know acting class though. I just kind of oh, winged it. Just winged it. Oh, this guy's a natural. Wow. This guy's a fucking natural. Hey, AJ, what you ask him? Did you get to talk to Denzel at all? No conversations with Denzel. No. Uh, what the hell? Are you in the same place as him, or was that shot? Probably. No, that was like, uh, that was like, uh, like, um, I don't what a computer generated like they they. they, oh, they, 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 they come on! God I thought there was a chance you actually get killed by Denzel in that whole thing. Good acting. God. That's great oh, acting. That's, that's, that's great acting. Uh, How about this big guy here uh, that played Aussie Rose football, sitting right four feet from you? Uh, Do you think about crossing him a little sideways or what? <laughs> he wasn't there either. That was it. Was just Stephen A and I. What? what? Everything else is oh the actual. What is real? Hollywood and their tricks. Bro, they spent $3 million on this thing, and it's yep. not in the movie? It's just Scab. a promo? Did they really spend that much money on it? You're no. telling me everything's computer-generated? What are we talking about? Yeah. The tech had to go something pretty bananas. That budget? Uh, I think it's like the way they had... They had so many different cameras there. I think it's a relatively... Because they were, they were like computer-generating the shot almost live. Like, we, we were able to see it as it's being shown as the promo almost live. So I don't think it's... You know, that difficult for them. This guy's acting with a monitor. Unbelievable. So good. Wow. It's very difficult. Like that right there? How is that? Bro, the emotions that you were showing while talking to a TV screen now that we're learning. Truly remarkable. You're a thespian. You're a real thespian. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like you guys are mocking me pretty usual. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. Say something nice to this guy. You're in a fucking piece of content with Denzel Washington and yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, trust me. Trust me. I have no idea how I, I again, I have, I have no idea how I ended up in there, but I was I was happy about it. Because you're a good actor, You earned it, Dan, and you're a thespian. Oh, what the hell? Thank you, Dan. What are you talking about today? Where's the Dan wagon headed? Yo, we talked about the Jets and oh, the Cowboys over. today for the three millionth time in a row. Um <laughs> Dan has one uh, scene with Denzel all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah. And I'm, it's okay. I'm, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> it's acting with Denzel. Uh, you guys see uh, what I'm doing in my spare time? NFL Live, I think we're doing some Deshaun stuff. Uh, I think we're doing... Um, 
Richardson, and I don't know if. Oh, you know, actually, off of your show, your show is going to be on NFL Live. Um, Stop! Ah, look at us. You can die happy. What that? What do we do? Because well, the stuff with Josh Allen and like when he talked about that whole sequencing thing and oh. that Anthony Richardson <clears throat> had gone that. So like, we're going to do a little bit with that. I think we're doing a little bit of Kenny Pickett. You're welcome. Uh, stop bit talking Patriots, about Kenny, so. please. Too many people are talking about Kenny and the Steelers. Everyone's going to ruin it. Talk about the Patriots. Slow it down is what Diggs is saying. Too much chatter about the Pittsburgh Steelers. There was no chatter before training camp. Now everybody's on the guy with two gloves dick. I don't think us talking about him has any like impact on their wins and losses. Okay. Well, that's why you're a year and uh, mm-hmm. we're not in scenes with Denzel. Exactly. Not, did you change your ex bio? See, I did that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Acted with Denzel yeah, Washington. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should throw something out in there. Like, was an equalizer three with Denzel Washington, seventy-two time Grammy winner, Academy Award winner, whatever it is. LOL. Obvi. Yeah. It was Liddy. Yeah. Yep. No cap. No cap. No cap. How about? But all it does bring, you know, like the the end, the back of the end zone thing was fifteen years ago. All this does is continue to bring that to the forefront. That's good. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Run from it, bud. Well, your husband to a cool chick, we agree with that. Dad to triplet boys, that's a factual statement. And Lenny, dog? Talk? Lenny's dog? Lenny's a dog. Who? Oh. Is Lenny a dog? <laughs> no, Lenny's my daughter, Lennon. Okay, of course, of course. Of course, she is a dog, though. Yeah, same I think I'm dog. I was saying, saying D A W. Yeah, yeah. W. AJ as well, same name. Retired, yep, absolutely. Lennon, I got rocks. You have an axle over there? Retired 12 year <laughs> NFL quarterback. End zone should be 11 yards. <laughs> Good joke. Follower of Jesus Christ. Hoorah. You follow 971 people, though, so Jesus, I guess, would be 972 there. <laughs> I do. I do love. I do love what you got going on. Hey, how about your fucking Billy Blanks? What's his name? Uh, Billy Mays. <laughs> Billy Mays shoulders thing getting properly captioned by you. Perfect. That was the perfect ad. You should feel very proud of that. There's so many people who took what my initial line was seriously and were like, here's my chance to roast Orlovsky. Blows my mind. Guys, I'm completely aware that I threw 15 touchdowns in the NFL. Like, that is why I'm able to make the comment and laugh about it. But everyone's like, oh, really, Dan? Your arm's sore for 15 touchdowns. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Dan, who cares? Let that number run up. I, I think you might have the biggest uh, post in extra Twitter history that actually has hashtag ad in it. Ad. Normally, that just. <laughs> Literally, normally it like torpedoes it. The algorithm sees it. Like, all right, yeah, they ain't giving us any money. Boom, we're out of here. That thing went the opposite direction. You should feel good about yourself. You should start wearing blue polos. Maybe try a little Colombian Bam Bam. Maybe get yourself on QVC or the Home Shopping Network. All of a sudden, you're up on Shark Tank all of a sudden. Maybe you are missing out on something. And then on the other hand, maybe you need to start reading more scripts. Maybe you need to start being a thespian. Maybe win yourself a Golden Globe or an Oscar or something like that. And I know it is Orlovskizen. And I know we're about to see you on TV for six to seven hours a day for the next seven months. But think about working in these other things that you're very good at, pal, alongside the modeling as well. What? Thank you. What actor? I have an actor in mind that I, I kind of look like. Who do you think I look like? That's an actor. I'll give you one hint. Michael okay, B. Wesley Snipes. One. Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that little one in Game of Thrones? I can't. Uh, oh, I, can't I can't. I can't describe. 
Sorry, who was it? So Yo, who said Wesley Snipes? Who AJ. said Wesley Snipes? Is that Boston Connor? Connor? No. No, it was AJ right there, right to your face. Yeah, she said Beetlejuice, so <laughs> you knew who that is. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was not good. A little third, further off. Yeah, was, <laughs> I don't know. Who do you got? Who who, who is it? Keep, nah, dude, I'm not hit? saying it now. I'm not saying it <laughs> now. Are we going to hate, though? Are we at least going to hate, please? Skinny Jonah? Ethan Hawke. Oh, it's Brad Pitt because he eats and talks at the same time. Ethan Hawke. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. The whole eat chips who's while. The, uh, who's the actor from, um, I think he did like 13 hours, I want to say, and then he's also in the office. Krasinski. John- James Franco? Krasinski. John Krasinski. <laughs> in your Fuck dreams. Off, Krasinski. Krasinski. Are you yeah. kidding me? Right. Go to hell. I see it, Dan. I More like, it. hey, look up Paul Giamatti. Boom. <laughs> And, and you're welcome, by All the you way. guys are talking like you're tens, dude. All you guys are talking like you're catches. That's no, we're not. No. We're just letting you know that. Yeah, I can see it. I see it. I Come see it on. I can see, I see it, it, man. It's you guys hit me with right Beetlejuice. Not me. Hold oh, your body. Uh, that's a whoa, compliment whoa. of the highest order. Giamatti Both of those. Huge nice. come in the 90s. Wesley in the 90s. Who's the guy? Richard Hell. Richard Gear. Oh, Paul Walter Hauser. Oh. PWA? That is you, son of a bitch. All right, I'm done with it. We appreciate you. This is this is run its course. We've got yeah. everything we needed. Uh, who's so winning? The, who's winning the Super Bowl right now, Dan? <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Maybe you do look like Krasinski. There's oh, here we go. Yeah. Here's an SB. Zoom in on his face. All right, I'm out, dude. <laughs> what? I'm never coming on what this are you show doing? again. Why? I'm look. never coming on this show again. I didn't say the bottom. Look at the face. Yeah. Oh, dad. Oh, Compliment of the highest order. I wish I got PWH more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Call him back. I mean, he's mad. Let's apologize. Guys, let's apologize. Put Beetlejuice up. I actually does an incredible Beetlejuice impersonation. Really? Beetlejuice is, I don't know, uh, that's from that one movie that he's wearing. No, so that's the movie Beetlejuice with uh, Michael Keaton. I think he was talking about Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. (laughs) Oh, I seen him. He got a Jeff Jarrett uh, guitar to the head slap nuts. Slap nuts. Yeah, back in the day. I remember that. Are you calling him back? Let's see if he answers. We got to apologize. Man. Come on, Dan. Dan. Why would Dan. the PWH be an insult? This guy right. does one scene with Denzel Washington, <laughs> and then all, all of a sudden it's our fault that we're trying to just workshop some ideas. Yeah. Now, Is anybody in the same room now that, that films movies? I heard like Meet the Fockers, the third one, the two main characters weren't even, they didn't film it together. Really? That's, that takes like De Niro and my old buddy. De Niro and Diller. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman and De Niro, like they said, we're never even filming they together. Fought. But Chris, Chris Nolan know. says that he feels like you can't use any CGI. Right? I didn't know what he oh, said. Oh, yeah, he's big practical effects guy. Crashed a plane into a warehouse because it was cheaper. He also said that. Is that Oppenheimer? He said, yeah, he said it sucks the soul out of the actors whenever they walk into a green screen okay. and have to like mimic these mm. things or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think in the. He said, so the way I do it is we will always. Do movies or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's awesome. Love that. That's how yeah. it should be. Yes, because you think about like Avatar, that was just well, oh, so you said, that. but you said Oppenheimer was not very good. I just said it was like two and a half hours too long. Long. I've heard that from multiple different people that are like, yeah, they just say like, yeah, yes, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm sure that if we were to go back, we could really nitpick which scenes were not needed. You know, yeah. especially now there were there was one storyline that they just want with it in the middle of the movie that ends up who cares? Didn't matter. Why is this even here? You know, but I think it's that art thing. So, hey, we'll let him do his art. 
Okay, he makes good movies. Mm -hmm. He feels like this is a necessity. We'll do it. But also, three hours in a movie theater with numerous people that have not been outside around others in a long time. Sure. That was tough. Mm -hmm. That was very, very tough. Reeking a shit. What? No, eating. Bad day. Eating nachos. Oh, okay. Make a movie. You know, normally, beginning a movie, you got to deal with these people. Munching. Munching. Yeah, and... You know, there's people, I guess, that do not care if they chew with their mouths open or whatever. It's like, my kids won't be one of those. Can't do it. That can't happen. That's What's that called, that thing? It's an actual... Uh, I always forget. Yeah. It's an actual thing. Misophobia. Yes. There it is. Phobia. Something like that, where it's just like a trigger for some people. Like, yeah. actual. Like, can't take lip smacking and chewing it. Yeah. Boom. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those Tough. people. Now, I've obviously learned to deal with it as you grow older, because there's humans that don't, don't feel that way. But every human that was in this movie theater seemingly thought they were at their living room. And this guy got four rounds of nachos. One of them two hours in. I thought we were done with the... He refreshed two hours into this fucking thing. And then all of a sudden, he, had, he, he took that thing down. I've never seen as consistent of a flow of nacho, cheese, sand. Nice. One no. nacho at a time. We're not, we're not oh, doubling this no. thing up. Oh. Whole fucking thing knocked out. It's 20. all you can focus on at a certain point. Two hours in. Oh, yeah. No we're chance. two hours in. This thing was Dude, supposed to be over an hour ago. No chance. He re-upped in the middle of this fucking thing. <laughs> and then obviously... Yep. On the, uh-huh. uh, I'm just imagining like the camera shot if this was like a skit and it's just zoomed in on your face just staring at him every time he goes into his mouth because he was next to Sam so yeah. like Sam's right next to me oh I didn't know he was oh, right so I'm like looking Two right over. <laughs> How's the movie, Pat? Oh, I didn't see any of it. Well, I missed fucking out from two hours into about 225 because I was letting the guy know next to him that we can hear you. Every Everybody can hear your fucking jaws right now. And your lips and your breathing because this guy couldn't breathe in the middle of it. Well, yeah, yeah four rounds and all those. I'm happy he was out having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you? Nolan, this is your fault. You get rid of all those things. We're already done by the movie by this guy's on his third fucking nacho run. Order a DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> Nachos would be loud even if you knew how to chew. Even if you close your mouth, it's still loud. Well, 100%, yeah. 100% you're going to hear it. But you can limit the sound. Yeah, you can. you got to be yeah. considerate. You should be, I should say. It was a full, he was a one-man band man. I mean, his nose was whistling. Of course. Oh, <laughs> God, that drives me nuts. <laughs> and he, was he farting too, probably? I mean, moving in the, the chair made a couple. He probably was yeah. farting so, it was probably so warm in his seat. Oh, disgusting. It was hot in there, yeah, there's no air conditioning. Yeah, the nose whistle is devastating. We got a nose whistler in here. I don't know. Who? We do. Well, I haven't heard it. We do. Uh, Einstein Holy back shit. there. Yeah. He uh, he whistles with his nose. Brucey? No, no. Mint. Well, he deviated his septum and <laughs> fell off. Einstein? Yeah. Every time he breathes out. Really? Why'd you mention that? Now I'm going to hear it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, we just had hey, to bring it to I had attention. water in my ear yesterday. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? Did you, you see that? I tweeted it at like 1040, out. I think. Late. Got yeah. it out. During Hard Knocks time. That was a big deal. That was a. I haven't had water in my ear so long. Hey, you got that fixed. Congratulations getting it out. Dude, it was huge. What'd you do? Did 947 you thing. No, I did a full. Yep. Oh, I'm okay. not doing this all night. Mm-hmm. I, I just finally got sick of it. Saw stars. The whole oh, thing. Thought I was knocking myself oh. out. Were you listening to Metallica? Sure. Take a blow dryer. Stick a blow dryer up there. Dry it out. That's about to come with uh, Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah. Oh, those entrances. So pun for Tennessee, those. Tennessee, LSU. Wisconsin. Alabama, I think, has a sick one. Wisconsin. We're get, we're, Penn State. Yeah, we're right in the middle of that. Yeah, good luck. That first one of the year, those fireworks. That Wisconsin. Dabo running down the, the ramp. Oh, and his yeah. khakis. Look at me. With Kate Klubnik behind him. He's a leader. 
Oh man, that just got me juiced up. That Zeke up right now. Ah! That boy. There's another one. Over one more. Here. One more. Oh, two. Bonus. Uh, bonus. Bonus. Uh. You think that thing ever makes it to a golf course? <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, nope. Not a chance. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, out back. Doubt it. Yeah, short That's course. course. Yeah. yeah. That should be the thing that we strap the thing to. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That'll pick up the balls. We tried to you do get some a cool footage too. Put someone sitting on there with a the footage too. Someone drives it. Someone camera on the back. Yeah. Well, like they're sitting. We'll put some pegs on. Yeah, they'll face backwards. They can sell the bag. They can They got a sidecar yeah. for that thing. Yeah. That would be so sweet. Oh. Oh. We're gonna bust the fucking front door out there. Extra ball out here. On this side. Oh, you're almost there. Those are nice black and gold jays too. Yeah, he's pretty nice. From Amazon. Yeah. Slack. Uh, oh my God! It looks so. Bill. There it is. There it yep. is. Give it a good. Give it a good throw. Where's Bill? Oh, here we go. Now nah, we're done. Calibrating. Tomorrow it'll go in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They probably come on. Catch that thing every time. Yeah, you got a really flat hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This was a terrible business plan. One of the worst. Yeah. We should have known when we felt that ball that he was going to stink at quarterback ever yeah. since. No, he's Hard, good this dude. year. We did know he was going to fall off for a year, though. The football gods were like, do you remember when you tried to ruin playing catch? Yeah. With your little fucking war machine? Hurting kids get hands. That you were throwing around? Can you imagine how disappointed you'd be if you fucking got that in oh. your stocking on Christmas morning? Give me Cole <laughs> instead. Exactly. <laughs> Cole would be easier to catch. It would. Probably would. Yeah. yeah. Would be. Nope. Look at that. I mean, what are we uh, doing? Calibration. Things, Things got a mind of its own. Look at us. All right, we're on the same page. We're more synced than ever. Let's get out of here. Okay, we're back tomorrow. Big thanks to Bobby Carbon for his top five. I'm going to enjoy that every week. Yes, yes. Yeah. very much. I like the. I didn't know that Vince Carter riser thing was happening until we were doing it. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. It's general, baby. He's thinking of ideas. Oh, Bubble. Love that. He'll explore the space. Believe me, he's thinking of ideas all week. I love that. I like him play, taking ownership. Yes. Over. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's what, here's what we're looking for. Top five. You do whatever the fuck you want. Need that. He's like, you know, I'm thinking five's good, but also I want to send some love to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Need a riser. Yeah. Need a clever name. Vince Carter riser. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Perfect. I appreciate that, uh, General Bob. Happy he's a part of the team. Uh, Bobby Carpenter. Josh Allen, I believe we have a Hall of Fame head coach coming on tomorrow. Come on. Ooh. Really? Confirmed? Ladies and gentlemen, former Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. And when you say that, there's only two. That's right. Pretty much for the last, like, fucking 50, 60 years. Bill Kyer, come on. Okay. Hey, Bill Kyer. That was either him or Chuck. 205. 205, Bill Kyer. Now, last year, I did tell Bill Kyer, enough with what he was saying about Jeff Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I was not exactly thrilled with Bill Cowher coming out and burying Jeff Saturday. It's like, Bill, our team is already fucked, bub. Have you watched us at all? Another player gets a head coaching opportunity. Let's embrace and enjoy this. He was sticking up for all the coaches I respected, but growing up in Pittsburgh, that man from Pittsburgh leading the Pittsburgh Steelers in the way that he did, obviously a hero to all of ours Ooh. growing up. Can't wait to chat with him tomorrow. What a legend, AJ, old Bill Cowher. He is the man. Everybody knows Bill Cowher, I feel like. You don't have to be a Pittsburgh fan to, to love Bill Cowher. Yeah. So, Pittsburgh, though, he's one of us. He's he like is a, Pittsburgh. He's, oh. a, he's a yinzer that done well, and then he moved down to Carolina. With yeah, not a big Penguins guy, but... He was just trying to make the town happy, yeah. which is what yinzers do. You yeah. put When push comes to shove, For sure. will this make you happy? Exactly. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll do it. P Pittsburgh, and especially Penguins fans, don't get mad if you root for a different hockey team. Let's get to a break. <laughs>
big shout out to Bill Carr. Love you, Bill Carr. I remember the first time Bill Carr was on the sideline. I don't know if he had Thursday night football. Was he a part of a Thursday night football career at any point? Yeah, he was with Dion then, wasn't he? I don't know. I think it was. It was always CBS doing that. They probably. I don't know. Did they do a Thursday ever? No. Probably. Thanksgiving, maybe. Thanksgiving, maybe. Yeah. Uh, might have been just um, a primetime game where CBS was. I don't know. The first time I was on the sideline with Bill Carr, I like made it a point. Hey, I'm from Pittsburgh. Thank you for everything you did. And he was like, oh, no problem. I know you from Plum. He like knew, obviously, nice. where I was yeah. from and everything. And then I just wanted to get him worked up a little bit so I could see a fucking like, – Yeah, you know, yeah get him fired <laughs> up. You know, spitting jacket, everywhere. Get chin jaw moving. sticking out. Like Sergeant Slaughter, Thursday Night Football sportscaster Bill Carr left. And Phil, yeah, they did Thursday night. Yeah. Yep. Shout out. Hey, come on, bub. Come on. Go. Let's keep it going. Now's the time. Keep it rolling. Go. There you go. Brain, keep the brain You're going. sharp. Keep the brain going. Let's get to a break. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Uh, that's a real statement, and we should think about that every single day, especially as we roll closer to the football season and life's going to get better. Mm-hmm. This brain's still operating, AJ. That's good news. Mm-hmm. Operating at a high level. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Goodbye.